0: From Harvard College Built his house From his architect knowledge A dry level mansion Hollywood Hills Daddy's rock stardom Paid for the bills Then one day Came the old house matcher The big bad wolf The little piggy slasher Little pig
1: to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show. Sad news to report this morning to start the show off. Actor, trailblazer extraordinaire, and friend of this show, Richard Roundtree, the man who originally played John Shaft, the bad motherfucker that he was, watch your mouth, passed away yesterday battling cancer at 81 years old, pancreatic cancer. Um, I had the distinct and pleasure and opportunity to not only meet, but actually hang out with Richard Roundtree on a few occasions. I was a member at Auburn Valley Country Club, and so was he. And he and I got paired together a couple times. We played. I enjoyed his company. He enjoyed my company. Had lunch a few times. Super nice guy. And I never asked about Shaft or anything, but I did give him a hard time, like the second time we played. And this is a true story. He was a terrible dresser. I, I I mean, honestly, on the golf course, he would wear he would wear like white socks pulled up to his calves with black golf shoes and khaki pants and a white or khaki shorts and a white shirt. I mean, he looked like my father. And I remember one time, the the second time we played, and this is how we were getting along, I I just looked at him and I said, how did you ever play Shaft dressed like that? And he just started laughing. So uh, it's sad to report today that that Richard Roundtree passed away. Great pioneer was the one who, uh, Shaft wasn't the first black exploitation movie, but it was the first one made by, by a major studio and it made a lot of money. And they made a couple more after that, and then they ruined it by trying to turn it into a TV show. And then Sam Jackson came along and saved the day, and then brought him back in part two, of shaft, and it was pretty damn cool. So there you go. Sad news to report. Uh, but hey, it is Wednesday. It's hump day. Let's get today started, shall we, motherfuckers? Uh, first one here today, make sure of this, yes. First one here today, hockey player, good morning to you. Uh- By the way, we got listener Mail happening today. We got all kinds of stories going on as well. Uh, He says, happy... uh, Hump Day! Ass family. Well, happy Hump Day right back to you. The good Darren. Please
2: be a fart.
3: or the good
1: darren says good morning ass family happy wednesday well happy wednesday to you as well my friend i hope that you are doing spectacularly there she is the one the only bratty kid is in the house
4: oh my lucky stars
5: remember when i asked for your opinion me
1: neither well, all right. There you go. There you have it. Uh, she says, 42 minutes uh, until vacation and three little piggies. Yes, I played that one today. I was in a mood for some good old-fashioned goofy music this morning. Uh, but good morning to you, Braddy Kid. Warbird! You're talking to
0: the Rolex! Woo! Wearing uh, diamond ring! Wearing... Kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flag, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators on. He says, Woo! Good morning and happy. Whoa,
1: well, right back at you, my friend, Cowboys Girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. She says, Good morning, ass family, happy. Bump day. Horny Toads, woohoo, excited for you, Braddy. Battleborn in Nebraska. Why don't
2: you, Big Red, then. You.
1: Says happy oh, ass family. Looks like Dr. Saints got his Arizona Diamondbacks wish. Go uh, Rangers. Now, now I, I want the Diamondbacks now to cool down over the next three days. I know that my Rangers are probably gonna do that too, but hey, at, at least we're at home. We are at home, and the World Series starts on Friday, and I cannot fucking wait. Matt Hatter! Shittery. Well, good morning to you. Happy Bump day. right back at you. Derek, my man, Becca. says good morning, Becca. ass family, and happy Bump day. Uh, right back to you, my friend. House Spain says good morning, ass family. Fuck Philly. Arnie, I heard Ted Cruz was at game seven, and Houston is 0 5 when he's at games. Maybe a good reason to keep him in office. No shit. Ted Cruz fucking cursed them. I think he was at all of their home games that they lost. So, good. Keep Ted Cruz going to those games. Ted Cruz, you're not welcome here. You have a restraining order just like Dak Prescott does. I took
6: a dump at work. I, down I took a dump at work. I
1: do it all the time. Alicia, good morning to you. By the way, I mentioned Lister Mail. Did I mention? Did I, did I I you know what I didn't and I'm sorry. I'm a jerk. Um brand new song. Oh yeah. Oh boy, this one this one's going to get you. This one's going to touch you right in the heart. I'm just telling you that right now.
5: Hey. It's
1: Enrico Palazzo. Chasman says happy. Day. Right back at ya, uh, off to Reno again. So I'll be looking for the superhero Joe Murphy, defending bus stop patrons with his magical ice maker. Thanks for what you do, Doctor States. It is my pleasure, my friend. Have a safe trip to. Reno, straight fire.
0: Well, la frickin die.
1: He says, happy ass- Pump day! Ass, well, right back to you. Uh, straight fire, hope you're doing well. Fred! Why
7: can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men.
1: That is true, Fred. Good morning to you. Uh, at least just so sad about Richard Roundtree. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Gold! Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. He says happy. Hump Day! Uh, Christine in the hizzy-fo-shizzy. Christine, 16. says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. It is. Hump Day! It is very much so, Hump Day. Uh, yo, uh, Sanchez family. Free at
5: last! Free at last! Thanks, God. Is
1: ahoy and hashtag fuck Joe Biden indeed to that kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Says I agree, Sanchez. Fuck Joe Biden. Um.
2: Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my right time cow.
1: Good morning to you, safety guys. This is happy. Oh, uh, or no, that's not safety guy. That was Scott. This is safety guy. Safe
5: repair, safe
1: replace. Scott says good morning, St. Arnyard. Uh, and then safety guys says happy. Um, day. See, I get going so fast here, it's crazy that I can even keep up. Whitewash!
2: Says
1: good morning, Ass and AIG happy. Oh day! says excited for you, Braddy, and way to go, Rangers, damn right. Rangers World Series uh Friday night. Cannot wait! Ogre Buenos dias to you, my friend. Uh, He says, good morning, ass family. Ralphie is all up in the house. Like a pink nightmare. (laughs) Says, uh, good morning, ass family. Stay classy, I mean assy. Uh, 30 years after seeing Shaft, and for some reason I still can't figure out why his name makes people giggle. No idea at all. Yes, I I have no idea at all either. Harrison! Harrison! says, let's go, Rangers. My Josh Young jersey will be worn on Friday. Spores needs to be pitching in the 7th and 8th. I don't trust Chapman. I don't think Chapman should be on the World Series roster. Give me Spores. I like his Civil War sideburn chops. I like him a lot. Cannot wait. Uh, I've been thinking of that audio. I have an anger issue, too. I even have a hat that says professional asshole. That is fantastic. Uh... Before we get going on the show, uh, I have looked into World Series tickets. And and I know that Bradley. Oh, wait, hold on a second here. Let me say hello to Bradley. I know Bradley's probably not listening right now live. Sometimes he does. Uh, But he has to mainly listen online or or later. And let me say good morning to him. I appreciate the idea of going to Fund Me and Tommy to go to the World Series. I looked at tickets. Dude, dude, standing room only tickets are $658. Now, I love the Rangers. I would love to, look, believe me, believe, if it goes down to a game seven, I'm i I'm, I'm going to probably sell my leg to go. I'm just telling you. um, Because th- this is going to be a big one. This is going to be huge. I'm going to be in tears the entire time. I- I'm just telling you that right now. Because I really feel this is the team. More so than the 2011 team that was one strike away twice. This is the team. $650. Baseball is truly the game for every man. No shit. No telling what they're telling fucking parking spots for. So, Bradley, I appreciate Hey, Hey, if, if you get enough people together, I'll take the tickets. But please, please don't feel like you have to. I do not mind watching at home. I'm going to have hot dogs and nachos Friday night. I can't wait. Didn't the Rangers lose their first game you attended? I might request a restraining order for you. Rangers are 2-0 with me in attendance. Well, Harrison, you should go then. See, it's I, I'm 0-2 in the playoffs, but Tommy was with me. So, see, if Tommy and I go together, it's bad. And here's the other thing. Tommy and I took our buddy Dave to a game last year. We lost that game. Tommy and I are 0-3 in the stadium. Together. Well, we're 0-2 in that stadium together, and we're 0-3. And and so Tommy and I, we're, there's just too much testosterone when Tommy and I are there. That's the problem, is that the team, The, the, the team. We, we take all the testosterone from everybody there. Remember when Who Likes the Band Blink-182? They announced last night they added 30 dates in 2024 and started pre-sale of those tickets. That's pretty cool. That's very, very cool right there. Um, we, I did mention we have listener mail today. Good batch of listener mail. Thanks to uh, JS Force. Um, shall we continue saying good mornings, or should we just start the show? Well, I we don't have anybody else to say good morning to. Nobody's here, or everybody's here already. I should say. Uh, let's start with this that was sent to me this morning um, by Braddy Kid. This is pretty. This is pretty interesting to watch. Uh- this is an NBC reporter who's over in a, in, in Gaza or, or Palestine or Israel. I'm not sure exactly where. Oh, he's in Israel? Okay. Uh, this is an NBC reporter. And they're taking cover from mortar attacks. And they're in a neighborhood.
3: <laughs> Big old cell tower right there. Some apartment buildings.
6: The water's in, in, stay down, stay down, stay down,
4: stay down, go!
3: Nico, Nico, keep rolling. So these seem to be mortars, you they think? are coming in very close. Keep your... ...seconds that in the vehicle, and
6: off, Yeah.
1: There you go. That's what it's like over there. Now, now, before we get into it, let me say good morning to Zach. Uh, I said good morning. Good morning, Arnie. Off to the World Series. Hopefully, you got my video about how to fight a green war day off uh, to listen in bed. Thank you. Um for anyone, oh wait, let's see. Uh, XXG Force, good morning. I need to find out. I need. I need to find some music for you. Um, uh, the sympathy of the military-industrial complex staying wealthy. Holy shit! Did the reporter need new pants? Pretty much. Um, by the way, I'm reporting that they were in Israel, and they're getting mortars shot at them. Mortars are military grade. They're attacking neighborhoods in Israel, yet. Yet, we have people in America, such as the former president of these here United States, Barack Hussein Obama, who says any Israeli military strategy that ignores human costs could ultimately backfire. So, the bad guys, Hamas, are hunkered down in their bunkers and their places that are hard to find in Gaza, which is a part of Palestine, and they're firing mortars at Israel, at neighborhoods. Not military complexes, neighborhoods. Meaning, civilians will die. Why is no one talking to them? Why is no one saying, hey, assholes, stop shooting at the fucking people that are living here? Because those would be called, what are we calling them? That's what? War crimes. I don't understand this, and maybe somebody smart can explain this to me. What I don't understand is Israel was just sitting there living their best lives. People were at a music festival. And all of a sudden Hamas or Hamas decides they're going to attack these people. They're going to rip them out of their homes. Okay? They're going to murder them. They're going to be head babies. They're going to rape girls and then kill them or then kill them and then rape them. I don't know they are savages over there. But somehow, Israel, who's being attacked, says, oh, okay, you're going to fuck with us? Well, we're going to fight back. And we have AOC. We have Imar Oman. We have all these Democrats come out, including a former president, saying, Israel, you got to be careful what you do. We have the current sitting president saying, Israel, you have to be careful what you do. Why? Why in the fuck do they have to be careful? And then Iran says, well, if Israel gets all the way involved, we're going to get involved. What did Iran have to do with it besides planning everything? Nobody punched Iran. This is a guy in a bar who's sitting over in the corner who wasn't even involved in the original fucking fight but doesn't like one of the guys. So he's going to come over there and sucker punch somebody. This is no this is no different than a slobber knocker at a beer joint in Muskogee on a Saturday night as Jim Ross would say. You got two people that don't like one another and they start and and somebody sucker punches the big dude. Now, this little guy who sucker punches has little man's disease. And he sucker punches the big dude. Kicks him in the nuts. Gouges at his eyes. Sticks something in his butt. I don't know. They're freaky there. And then the big guy grabs little guy by the throat and starts shaking him. And all these people in the bar are like, whoa, 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 you can't do that. Like the bar, the the former bartender, a black guy, whose middle name is Hussein, is like, you can't do that. The girl bartender is like, we understand why you're doing that because he did hit you, but you shouldn't be doing that. And then you got some asshole in the corner booth who knows the big guy, who the big guy has probably whooped his ass before. He says, hey, motherfucker, you don't put that little guy down. You keep hurting that guy. I'm going to come over there and kick you in the nuts. And then you got another group of people saying, well, yeah, we're going to come over there and kick in nuts. They didn't do anything. The big guy's just sitting there trying to enjoy a fucking beer or whatever they drink over there in fucking Israel.
8: <sighs>
1: maybe I ran once the attention off themselves to further develop their nuclear ambitions. Just maybe, yeah. The fucking gall. Amen to that. Uh, hot mama. Fuck your mama. Says good morning, asshole. Good morning. How about all you watch your fucking mouths unless you want to make the top ten of everyone's purge list? No shit. Any person who doesn't understand how patient Israel is over 300,000 years of conflict is a moron. They drink goat piss. Thank you. That's why they're so damn tough. Uh, I find it funny that Hamas has the word ham in it since you don't eat ham. Yeah, and I hate ham. Time for big guy to clear the bar out. Yeah. Well, the big guy, you see, the big guy has a big brother. (laughs) And the big brother is aware of the situation. And the big brother's like, hey, uh, you need some help there, little brother? And little brother's like, no, I got this. And the big brother's like, I know you got it. I know you got it. Don't worry about it. I'm just here. If things start to pop off bad, you know, all these people in the bar that are are saying that they're on my side with you? No, uh uh-uh. No, we're, we're, we're fixing to stomp some serious mud holes in these asses. <laughs> Israel drinks beer, too. Their favorite movie is Strange Jew Brew. <laughs> but I find it amazing that the former president of the United States of America is coming out and warning that any strategy the Israel military takes in its war against Hamas that ignores dangers to civilians could backfire. How does it backfire? We make Iran mad? Okay, so then we get involved. When we get China involved. This is what you've all wanted. This is what you have all wanted. I'm not talking about you ass family. I'm talking about you, the leaders of this world. Mage!
0: Konnichiwa, Around here, we speak American. Okay, but
1: Damn right we do. I hope you're doing good, mage. He says, good morning, ass and AIG. My five-year-old asked me if I was scared of Hamas. I told him the only thing that scares me in this house is we have no soy sauce.
7: I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. My mom says there's a lot of
3: black people in China.
1: There really are. There you go, Mage. Damn right. I wouldn't. I look. That'd be me in a house without fucking beans. Me in a house without Dr. Pepper. That scares me. That's weird. By the way, by the way, uh, uh, President Obama. We don't give a fuck what you have to say. (laughs) I'm sorry. We just don't give a fuck. Now, if the orange guy wants to talk, I might listen to him because he might be leading the country again. He should be leading the country again. But, but I, I, I really don't want to hear from you, sir. I don't want to hear from your, 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 your ladyboy husband or wife or whatever the fuck she is. I, 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 I don't want to hear from you. You should be, you should be making all your money, giving speeches to corporations, telling them how they should. You know, pamper their employees and all kind of bullshit. Make your million dollars every time you talk. For God's sake, get that fucking, get that damn library built in Chicago after all. Jesus, how long is it going to take? Stop drowning your chefs. By the way, by the way, remember that story about how his chef died while paddleboarding? While not attached to the paddleboard, which is a big no-no. Um... Also, he wasn't that strong of a swimmer. He was going through swimming lessons at the time, but he wasn't a strong swimmer. To be swimming in the bay like they were. Um, Also, Barack Obama was there. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that report last week that he was actually on site. He was questioned. Very interesting. Why wasn't that brought up before? You think if the orange guy would have been on the site of somebody who had just weirdly drowned... You don't think that he would probably be arrested for it? Yeah, he was really there, Kale. I, I'm not making that. He, he wasn't like he was on the property at the time, which isn't too far from where this guy drowned. So he was there. He might not have been in the water, but he might have been directing <laughs> the people in the water. I'm just saying. Um. So he basically let someone die. I'm not. I I, look. All I know is he's been questioned and, of course, exonerated because he just he looked at the them fucking Nantucket cops and said, "I pardon myself." Oh, okay, you can go. Well, he pardoned himself, Jim. That's not how that works, Eli. Come on. Let the guy die, like Derek Chauvin. Yeah, but Derek Chauvin spent the next thirty years in prison. Isn't that strange? Isn't that weird? Sawyer's dad. Good morning. Says good morning, Arnie. Obama's library can't be finished because all his documents are in Biden's garage. <laughs> is the Obama Cook death a Clinton death? Well, the the interesting thing about that question—that's a great question—is it's so weird because like three or four years ago. The chef that used to work at the White House for the Clintons was on a hike, but they found him dead in a creek, and he drowned too. Now, I know that there are plenty of podcast conspiracy theories going around about these two, how both chefs mysteriously drowned, one paddleboarding, one hiking. It, I, I have to say that it takes a special kind of person <laughs> to die by drowning when you're on a hike. I mean, that that right there. Woo! <laughs> How'd you die? I drowned. But wait, wait, wait a second. Wasn't he on a hike? Yeah. Okay. Not that I'm making fun of it, but I am making fun of it. Um, All right. Uh, Since I brought up the orange man, let's talk about said orange man. Um, I found this story yesterday, and the only reason why I'm doing this story is because it does make me laugh. Remember the name Michael Cohen? Michael Cohen was special counsel to Donald Trump. And he testified that Donald Trump ordered him to reverse engineer his assets to enhance his net worth at former president's New York fraud trial. So, Michael Cohen spent some time in the Hooskow. Michael Cohen was in jail. Now, why was Michael Cohen in jail? That's a great question. I have the answer. He was in jail because he's the last American citizen to ever be tried for perjury. (laughs) Now, see, I say he's the last American citizen because that bitch that lied about Judge Kavanaugh, she hasn't been hauled into fucking court yet for perjury as she lied to Senate subcommittee members. Who else has lied and gotten away with it? Oh, pretty much everybody with COVID, yet they aren't in jail. Michael Cohen lied. Perjured himself, they found out he lied, and he went to jail. And now we're hearing testimony from him. How, uh, who's the dumb, dumb lawyer that keeps calling this guy in? Because all I have to do is look at the jury, if I'm another lawyer, and I go, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, how are we supposed to believe anything this convicted liar? Uh, I object. Uh, I'm sorry, not liar. Uh, Perjurer. He was convicted of it. Why do we listen to anything he has to say? He's already perjured himself before in court. Why now are we supposed to believe this is the truth? His testimony, thrown out. Why would you put a convicted perjurer on the stand? Unless, unless you knew the game was already rigged. That's how. Absolutely, positively blows my mind. And they're writing stories about it. Oh, Cohen delivers bombshell testimony. Now, as far as I'm concerned, it could be true. But the fact of the matter is, the man is a convicted liar. This is like when you talk to someone, and, and you, you hear about them, and then you question them later on, it, and they continually just lie to you. Oh, I never said that. Oh, that was a joke. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I've never been there. Well, yes, you have been there. Yes, you did say that. You did say this. We, we we caught you in all these. Why are you lying all the time? It, it truly, truly amazes me that we, the American people, allow that to go on. V
2: Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Says happy. Pump day. Says off to take pics of my wife and a porn star. Rough life. Man, that does suck. God damn you. Man, I hope you survive it, buddy. <laughs> we'll pray for you. We'll keep you in our thoughts. Swoosh! <laughs> this morning, all. Uh, Cowboys girl says, nice v coop. Happy hump day for you. Hump Indeed. Day. Um, <laughs> I just love the fact that they let this fucking asshat fucking testify. And people are writing it down. Oh, my God. Ronaldo's girlfriend rocks. What? A hundred and forty thousand dollar Birkin bag? Why would anybody pay a hundred look 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 I ain't I ain't gonna hold shit against people, but why would you pay 140000 dollars for a bag? I mean it's a nice looking bag and all, but ain't you never heard of Ross? <laughs> Seriously. Uh let's see. Uh Stinkfest! Says good morning, ass. Sorry I'm late. It's the boy's fifteenth birthday. Had to get him breakfast because he is a diva. I understand. I understand. They still win in football games. I hope they are. Hope you're doing well, my friend.
3: Rhino! T shirt time? It is T shirt kind of time. Is sure time? Is sure yeah, it is twelve it's T-shirt time. There's my man. T-shirt time.
4: It's t- T-shirt time. The busiest Everybody guy in showbiz. it's T-shirt time. So annoying. Nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time.
1: Oh, my Shut up. I'm just up.
4: trying to let everybody know. Shut
1: so up. t says, hello, ass family. Busy getting organized and pumping out orders. for t 5 Printing and 4T5Printing.com is a proud as fuck to be your official Arnie State's t-shirt time sponsor. And we are proud to have you, my friend. Uh, all right, then. Let's see. Moving on. Uh, so, let's see. Oh. Oh. <laughs> If you don't think, if you don't think that Joe Biden is racist.
5: Corn pop was a bad dude. Corn pop was a bad dude. You turn on the television and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake, you know, to say, you know, it's about, you know, somebody pushed the dog in the lake. I mean, I I, I get it, but what? (laughs) I mean,
1: I, I mean,
5: when I get out of the bus, I get out of the car and uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those kids? It was then called colored. Why are all those colored kids oh, in that bus? Joe. Because in Scranton, there weren't any. There were very few blacks.
3: Mm-mm-mm.
5: So they're not allowed to go to school. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> Do you know how Joe Biden has been going after... Gas powered stoves. Sunshine State.
0: The Sunshine State. Gorgeous.
1: Gorgeous. Gorgeous. This is morning ass. Well, good morning to you. You know how he's gone after hot water heaters? You know how he's gone after air conditioning units? Well, Joe, you've done it.
6: What a stupid son of a bitch.
1: Joe Biden has proposed a menthol cigarette ban. What you just
0: said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
5: God have mercy on your soul.
1: Um, the proposed menthol cigarette ban. Holy mother Jesus! Could become a thorn in the president's side during the 2024 election.
7: Enough
0: is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane.
1: The FDA initially proposed rules prohibiting menthol, cigarettes, and flavored cigars to prevent children from becoming the next generation of smokers. Now, why is this a big deal? Well, it's a big deal nationally. And, yes, I know it's already happened in California. It's a big deal nationally because, well, menthol cigarettes are uh, geared t- toward the black society. Lots of the brothers smoke Newports and Cools, and those are menthol. And now you're targeting those, which means you're targeting a certain race, which means that race ain't gonna vote for you, Hoss. Oh my God! When I saw that story, I just died laughing. Oh my God, Dominic! Ah, Scusi. Babba
0: de Che cosa? de baba. Boba, baby, boba, baba,
1: baby,
0: baba.
1: What he said was, good morning, ass. My 11-year-old son got to play his championship game last night at Golden 1 Center. Um, Super proud and happy that he got to win on a big stage. Oh, that's awesome. Glad the government still has their priorities straight with World War III on the horizon. No more monkey mints. He just lost the black vote. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Holy shit, Mad Hatter. Uh, vacation, yes, uh, safety guy says, come on, man. <laughs> Joe, Joe, don't go after the menthols. <laughs> come on, man. Are you going to go after purple drink next? <laughs> Coming soon, the literal black market for menthol cigarettes. I mean, is, is he going to try to take them down one stereotype at a time? Because I'm telling you right at right, I I I will say this right now. I would be fearing for myself if I was Joe Biden if I decided to go after KFC. I I think you might lose any security of color if you go after them. Shut down churches. Not 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 synagogues like like place of worship. I'm talking about the shitty chicken places. You can't go after Popeyes, and you can't go after KFC. No one better touch my grizzly wintergreen. Oh, you live in Texas. We don't give a shit about that. And by the way, does your vagina hurt from dipping grizzly wintergreen? Good God. What, are you trying to hide it from your third grade teacher? Yuck! Yuck! Uh, we have another Italian in the ass family. Ciao. And then Dominic says ciao. Grape crush and slit snacks. Boy, if they go after old English, motherfucker, you better fucking betting down the hatches. You better put up. I'm telling you, you go after KFC. You go after purple drink. You go after menthol cigarettes. Y'all better put them damn boards in front of your windows of businesses like a hurricane's coming through. Because it is a hurricane. It's going to be Hurricane Tyrone. Hurricane Tyrone ain't going to fuck around. I I don't want to find out. When Hurricane Tyrone blows through town, I'm going to have purple drink waiting for him. I'm going to have menthols. Good Lord. I'll have Steve Harvey playing in the background. Arnie's brothers don't eat KFC. They can't afford that shit. And if he loses his security, it's because of his dog, Commander. Exactly. That dog chews on them damn security people. Let people be, please. I thought they... they (laughs) You know what? This story goes so well with the next story because it all comes down to the same thing. Meta, which I I refuse to call it that. I'm just calling it that because it's in the story. Facebook. Facebook and Instagram, the meta-platforms. We're meta. That means we're better than you. Um, 33 U.S. states are suing meta-platforms and its Instagram unit, accusing them of intentionally jeopardizing the mental health of children for a profit. The lawsuit, which is described as a bombshell lawsuit, seeks a variety of remedies against the social media giant, including large civil penalties. Now, I'm about to be on Mark Zuckerberg's side. And I don't like it. It kind of gives me the the, the willies a little bit that that I'm on Mark Zuckerberg's side here. Because I am. Just like banning things like processed food or soda pop or menthol cigarettes you see it's not the government's job to say what is good and good and isn't good for us good and goodn good and not good for us it's the it's the job to keep us protected that's their job This lawsuit filed by 33 states, I think, is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. For the simple fact that it comes down to one thing and one thing only, which nobody seems to want to believe in anymore. What is that one thing? Oh, Chuck, good morning.
7: That's, he's something,
1: isn't he? Says is good morning, ass family. Happy Pump Day to all. I'm ready for a little ass on my way to work. Well, you're going to get it. Hold on a second. We got to go back to that. We got to get the drum roll again. Uh, what is it? It's called personal responsibility. Grizzly is delicious. At least I don't dip skull. No, no, you don't. You, you, you have, like, you, you're kind of a hermaphrodite. You got both sets. I'll give you that one. But your wiener is a little bit smaller since you dip Grizzly and your vagina is a little bit larger. Um, it comes down to simply, well, it, it's a personal responsibility and it's another thing. And it's another thing for you parents out there. And I don't have to tell this to the ass family parents. This is to everybody who's eavesdropping on the show. Do your fucking job. Do y'all not remember growing up? I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Do y'all not remember growing up? When mama and daddy always said no. Ogre, you mentioned it yesterday that you forgot to remind your son that his middle name was a No, and you, you went ahead and did because that's what moms and dads used to do. Because, A, it wasn't something that we needed, B, it was something that we could barely afford, or C, it was bad for us, and we couldn't do that. Hey, Dad, can I have ice cream for breakfast this morning? No. No, dummy. But instead now, when a kid goes, daddy, I want ice cream for breakfast, and dad says no, well, I'm going to report you to CPS. Okay, here you go. They're worried about, let's go back to the menthol cigarettes real quick. They're worried that these flavored tobaccos will entice children. Well, that's not your concern. That is not your concern. Do you know whose concern that is? That's mama and daddy's concern. And I understand why you're concerned about it, because mama and daddy ain't doing their fucking jobs anymore. So we got these little hoodlums running around, robbing stores, beating people up on the streets. Why? Because mama and daddy weren't allowed to whoop that ass. It all comes down to whooping that ass. And you don't have to physically put your hands on a kid to whoop that ass. Send that kid to his room and strip that room of all electronics. That is whipping that kid's ass. Have you ever seen a teenager when they lose their phone now? It's like they can't breathe. Going to the Ranger game the other night, I had my phone and it was on the table. And I would check it occasionally. See if anybody texted me. If it lit up, I would see what it was. These two kids were sitting in front of me. They were 16, 17. 16, 17 years old. Throughout the entire game, they're on their phone. One kid's checking his hair for selfies. He's doing all this. And I'm like, you're in a fucking playoff game. Watch the fucking game, jerk off. Where are the parents? Where are they? Ogre says, at least sometimes when he asks for something dumb, he automatically says, You're going to say no, aren't you? See, your kid's smart. Because kids are weak. I was enticed to smoke Lucky Strikes when I was 15. <laughs> Mad, after what you do in World War II, Christine says, I still slap my kids. Good. Government fucking us from all sides. So in California, we can't have flavored tobacco, but weed is A-OK, exactly. I love how they keep saying no smokes for kids. I have a full-time job, and it's hard to buy smokes. How is a kid with no money get them? They don't care. The parents bought their tickets. Ogre, I guarded one, uh, one of the camps.
3: <laughs> Jesus.
1: But now they're suing Facebook and Instagram for mental health prices. You think? They're suing owners and operators of something that's on the Internet, something that we have talked about, which I am grateful to have the Internet because that's how I continue to get to broadcast, and I love it, and I'm free here. But this is the Wild West. Anything goes here. This is the Texas death match of entertainment. If you want to watch two girls poop into a cup, all you have to do is go to the Internet. And if there's even really freakier shit that you want, you go to the dark internet. And do you know why that stuff's on there? Because it's not regulated. And nor should it be. The only people that should regulate the internet are parents. That's it. Parents... You are the last line of defense for these kids. Dad caught me dipping when I was 17, even though I started at 13. Started drinking 11, but he didn't catch me for a while on that one. Started dipping at 13. Caught me at, at 16 or 17. And by that time, it was legal in the state of Texas at 16 to buy stuff or cigarettes. So he, he told me, he goes, I'm, I'm not very happy about this. Uh, you saw what cigarettes did to me. But, hey, it, you're your own man. You have to make your decision. Still different today. And that's why I don't kill people. I gave up drugs. I gave up alcohol. You take my Copenhagen or Dr. Pepper, you're going to die. He had to talk with me. I know it's bad for me. I'm still going to do it, though. I know Dr. Pepper is not the healthiest thing that I can have, but I, I use that more than I use anything else all day. I don't need the government to come and say, well, you need to stop that. You need to slow that down if you want to live longer. Uh, real quick, I, I don't want to live any longer than I'm supposed to. I don't want to add any years. I'm good. I've seen my share of shit, man. And I'm sure that when I'm diagnosed with whatever debilitating disease that's going to kill me, I'm going to go, man, life is short. And I'm going to remember, no, it wasn't. My kids understand one thing. I brought them into this world, and I'll be happy to take them the fuck out. Look here. These parents are suing Facebook because Facebook's a bad place for kids. Well, no shit, it is. No shit, it is. If you saw, I, I have, wait, the, the way Tommy and I troll our friend, and I, I mean, that's the thing, too, is Jason, right? Jason is still a friend of mine. And the way we troll him over Dak Prescott literally is, is just, I, we're being mean girls, and I don't care. I find it humorous. But we're adults. We can do that. And the kids are doing it to each other. Why? Because the parents allow them on there. Why? Because the kid's going to feel like he's left out if he's not part of Facebook. Well, too fucking bad. You know what? I felt left out because I didn't have a little polo man on my shirt. Do you know what my parents did? Not a fucking thing about it. They said, fucking buck up. We can't afford that. You want a collared shirt that has two buttons at the top and it's a polo shirt? There you go. Why are we going to spend $90 on a shirt when we can buy the same shirt for $9? Because at that time, my parents couldn't afford it. Still looked the same. Still look good. It just didn't have that little polo man there. Same material. Pique cotton. That Pique knit. Those were my favorite ones. In case anybody's shopping. 5XLT or 6X. Either one. But my parents said no. I wouldn't have had a computer at my house growing up. No, what look, look, let me tell you the truth. There's a lot of things the kid I wanted. I wanted parachute pants. First of all, mom and dad held tell me, you're too fat. Secondly, they're too expensive. Third, they're stupid. Now, you're saying they're stupid even though all the cool cool kids are wearing parachute pants. I never had a pair of parachute pants. Never. Not once. And I don't want them now. My parents said no, and they were fine with it. Now, was I fine with it? No. I thought it sucked. I thought I was being fucking punished for some reason. That I couldn't be like the cool kids. Not being punished, just life. If you want to think that you're being punished, then that is life punishing you, telling you to work harder. And you know what happened? And this is the truth. What happened was when I started working more and making my own money, I could then in turn buy my own clothes, buy the things I thought were cool. And you know what I did? I did that. So if you're going to tell me that kids don't know any better, and this is why we're on gobs and gobs of, uh, of welfare and, and all this social fucking money that we're giving people, then shut up. Don't talk to me because they do know better. And by the way, you parents that aren't taking a stand against either the Internet or Facebook or Instagram or cell phones, you're part of the problem. Do I think that your kids should possibly have a flip phone so they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. I, I, I think that's a great idea. That's that, Not bad. Not, not bad at all. Lock it away during class. Maybe the teacher has an area. Teacher has a phone on her in case bad shit goes down. Why does a kid need the brand new iPhone 15? Why does a 12-year-old need an iPhone 15? Because they'll cry otherwise? Well, then you just lost. And you're a bad parent. That's right, I said it. Well, how can you call somebody a bad parent when you're not a parent? Well, easily. I, I use the words bad parent. That's how I do it. You don't I, don't. I don't need to walk a mile in your shoes, because I've been in those shoes as a kid. And I had good parents. Who fucked up? I'm not going to say my parents were perfect, because they weren't. My dad was a raging alcoholic for the first eight years of my life. He turned it around and did better. My mom always did better. It just pisses me off. When I saw this story that Facebook is getting sued by parents because uh, it's inducing uh, a, a mental health crisis in children, well, Real quick fix. It, see, this is why it's a good thing I'm not a judge because I would hear this case and I go, uh, "Excuse me, uh, do I have a, the the head of the parents' uh, representation here?" "Oh uh, yes, Your Honor. My name is Betty Sue Cocksucker, and I'm from." Guarantee you, she's from California somewhere. Uh, I'm from California, and uh, the the metaverse has caused terrible, detrimental uh, harm to my child's mental health. I would look here and say, Miss Cocksucker, um, just real quick. Do you have a power button on your computer? Well, uh yeah, yes, Your Honor. Okay, all charges against meta are dropped. Lady, turn your fucking computer off. And then I will stand up in my robe, which I will probably be naked under, and I'll take a bow and say, ta-da. Not having an iPhone causes depression and anxiety. Well, that's what Apple wants you to think. That's what Apple wants you to say. Hey,
6: cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good morning to you. Uh, uh, Notorious Rev in the house. Whosoever for shall be ashamed of me. Says, good morning, ass family. Oh, uh, wait, it went away. Uh, sorry I'm late. Day off from the new job and had errands. Hope all is well. Congratulations. Hope the new job is treating you well. Safety guy says, love can in someone's line. Get a helmet. Life is hard. Indeed. When I told my dad I wanted some shoes with lights in them, he, <laughs> he smacked him and said, don't be a dummy. Cowboy's girl, Victor, feels, uh, is feeling better, still complaining about his butthole uh, still hurt. Ethan's scared to eat food, and Freddie is just weird. Uh, apparently, it is causing all forms of retardation in these parents, too. Is cocksucker her maiden name? She might want to take her husband's name then or at least visit Social Security for a name change. How old are these kids? Do these kids even use Facebook? Yes, these kids are elementary school, junior high, high school. States are being sued. Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri, Louisiana, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Delaware, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Maine. Those are the 33 states, and that was pretty impressive that I read off 33 states that quickly. I'm just saying.
3: Donald! Is never finished. Master got me working. Someday set me free.
1: Says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Chuck says, pretty sure I live next to Betty Sue cocksucker permissive parenting is going to be the death of this society even more than it is now. Chuck, I'm glad I got you here. Because I know that you're a teacher. You're shaping young minds. And I I always like it when I get a teacher on here because I like to tell them about one of my favorite political cartoons I ever saw. And it showed a a political cartoon, and it it said the, the, the difference in time. And it showed the 70s when the parents were looking at an F report card Everybody was yelling and looking down at the kid. And then you look at today's society and there's an F on the report card and the parents are looking down and yelling at the teacher. Is that the way it is? I I, I don't need you to answer because I already know it is, but it'd be nice to hear that. Those are the states and the lyrics to I've been everywhere. I've been to Washington, Idaho, Oregon, California, Arizona, Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Missouri, Louisiana, Hawaii. I've seen that cartoon. So true. I'm glad. Yeah, that's a great cartoon. It's an amazing cartoon. And it is so true. By the way, still the kid's fault. Going good enough, Arnie. Amazing what can be done when you take responsibility and handle your business and not fucking everything up, drinking and everything to do with it. Good for you, Rev. Good for you, my man. So we'll see. I, look, I, I, this case will not get thrown out because there's going to be way billions of dollars involved and all that kind of shit. Um, all right. Look, I'm doing this story last because we got listener Mail to get to, but we got to talk about this. The UFC has signed their largest sponsorship deal in sports history with Bud Light.
6: <laughs>
1: Dana White, the uh, the commissioner and the president of the UFC, not really the owner, says their core values align. Beleaguered Bud Light has partnered with the UFC in a nine-figure deal. That's hundreds of millions of dollars. I don't know how this is going to go. This is not. This is a very, very strange. I, I saw this and I was like, oh, boy. Matt Hatter says, Tranny fight's coming soon. UFC stands for universal fag combat. I love UFC. Why, Dana? So, let's pump the brakes real quick. Just real fast. I work in special education. We have emotionally disabled students. We have to set firm rules, limit, and boundaries, and the kids respect them. Parents don't, and I've seen one kid literally screaming and cursing at his mom on the phone, and she caved to what he wanted. Oh, good Lord. Oh, I see kids cussing in front of their parents all the time. I would have been fucking backhanded. So I have a question, and this is a question that I'm just asking. Do uh, First of all, let me say, what bed light did When they they made those cans with Dylan Mulvaney and made Dylan Mulvaney him a spokesperson, a spokesman for the company, I thought it was stupid. But the, the thing that truly crippled them was when the head of the marketing department came out and doubled down and pretty much put down all Bud Light drinkers. Now, Dylan Mulvaney is no longer... A part of Budweiser. That marketing company, that marketing team have all been let go from Budweiser because it wasn't Budweiser's own marketing. It was a marketing firm, an advertising firm. They have been fired and they lose a, a billion dollar client. So here's my question, because in, in, in. The big question here is because Bud Light employs a lot of people that had nothing to do with this. And I've talked about this since the very beginning. Uh, distributors, uh, truck drivers, people that are delivering it to the concerts, do- delivering it to grocery stores. Those people had nothing to do with anything that happened with Dylan Mulvaney, yet they're paying the ultimate price. Because Budweiser has lost over $30 billion this year alone over this. And by the way, they lost that in about a three-month period, which is huge. Bud Light just paid $100 million to push Modelo out. That beer has been beating them since this whole thing started. I thought Modelo was their sponsor, brewed for those with a fighting spirit. I know they're uh, ab owned, but they didn't do tranny commercials. Well, here's the thing. Well, Budweiser never did tranny commercials. They, 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 there was never a commercial where there were a bunch of trans sitting around drinking beers. They had a spokesperson for about a week that was trans. How much longer does Budweiser have to pay? That's my question. Ask family, I, I, I'd like for you to know. I, I, I'd like to know. You get to make the call on this one.
5: You make the call.
1: Do we force them out of business? Do we, I I mean, how much longer do we go after Bud Light? The uh, Cowboys girl says forever. Their beer sucks anyway. Gibby. Oh, hey, Gibby. How you doing? Wait, hold on a second here. Gibby. um, Holy Jesus.
5: A jelly donut.
1: Says bankrupt them. Scott says permanently. Donald says they'll never get my business, but that's just because I don't drink piss water. Till Budweiser says we fucked up and not in some come on, America, please. Okay, look, I, I said that a long time ago. Uh, until they make a manly commercials, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> They've tried with Travis Kelty and the grunting. They made their bed, now lie in it. Personal responsibility. Okay, hey, look, I, I'm just asking these questions. So, will you not watch the UFC now? If you swore off Bud and switched to a different brand, why switch back to Bud if your new brand hasn't fucked you in the same way? Christopher, these are all great a- great answer. Great answer. But I'm just wondering how long the, the, the pitchforks and the, the torches are out in front of the Budweiser plant. Like they're housing Frankenstein. As a former Bud drinker, Miller Lite tastes better and better on my stomach. Well, Miller Lite was the superior beer of those two. That was my beer of choice. I mean, we're talking about an institution that's been in America forever, Budweiser. We're not just going to close it down, are we? I mean, did they fuck up that bad? Uh, If they did, they did. Oh, Him on the Plane. Yes, it's animated movie. I, I, I saw that picture, Christine. Um, so, Ask Family, I'm going to ask you now, since the main sponsor of the UFC is Bud Light, will you watch? Cabo's girl says, no, I can't do that. I love the UFC too much. I will just continue not buying Bud Light. Well, then you're endorsing what they're doing, somebody could say. Uh, Scott says, nope. Brady kid says, nope. Elise says, I'll still watch. I hate watching any other sport, if I'm honest. Donald says, I'm out. Sure, I pirate the pay-per-view anyway. Mad Hatter says, no, UFC is gay. I don't watch now except YouTube clips, so it's a uh, moot. I usually don't care who sponsors things. They're no longer the household brand, and I don't see them coming back anytime soon, no matter who they sponsor. Yes, I don't drink butt light. <laughs> there you go, straight fire. All right, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Me, personally, I I think this is a stupid move on Bud Light's part. Or not Bud Light's part, UFC's part. I think it's dumb. And here's why it's dumb. It's not dumb because of what they did. They're jumping in bed with something that's on fire right now. Like, if you were never taught anything by your parents, let me teach you something real quick. If you see that there's an empty bed and it's on fire, don't jump in it because you'll get burned. I I, I, I mean, I'm mean, honestly, I, I, I don't know if y'all knew that or not. If you're not... Um, The WWE did get Bud Light as a sponsor. They were the sponsor last year at the uh, Crown Jewel event. One of their big events, they had Bud Light as a sponsor. And I remember I was like, huh, here's the thing for me. I don't drink. I haven't drank in over 26 years. And by the way, I didn't drink Budweiser when I drank. I couldn't stand it. I thought it tasted like fucking shit. So I would rather drink Coors Light. I was a Miller Lite drinker and then Jack Daniels. Beer was a waste of time. So do I care who sponsors this stuff? If it's something that I completely oppose, like if Hamas sponsored UFC, then I wouldn't watch UFC. If Hamas sponsored the NFL, I probably wouldn't watch the NFL. Beer company, I it really, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. I know that the American people are going to make them pay for a while, and then the American people are going to fall back and they're going to fall in love with Bud Light again. I'm just telling you. It's what we do. Budweiser has always tasted like domestic violence. <laughs> All right, five three five seven 357 fans, Arnie Radio wanted, gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixer. Listener mail coming up next. Uh-
4: Try to sleep, but sleep won't come the whole night through. Your cheating heart will tell on you. I do You're cheating hard Time will come when you'll be blue. Your cheating heart.
2: Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country boats can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too, ain't Many things these old boys can't do We grow good old tomatoes And homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't starve us out And you can't make us run Those women and boys raised Don't But he was killed by a man With a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars My friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach Nothing in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't out and you can't make a run Cause with them boys Raised on shotgun We say great we say ma'am if you ain't into that we don't give a damn We're from North California And South Alabama And little towns all around This land We can scan a buck And run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive
1: Straight Fire says, "Love me some Hank the Third, Arnie. Love all the Hanks. Yeah, we played Hank Senior, Hank Junior, and then Hank the Third. There, little 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 little, little Williams family business there. I read that he just opened a Hank Junior just opened a bar in Nashville, and I guess everybody's excited because it's a real bar. It's not any of that line dancing bullshit that's going on there. Um, It is that time once again, ladies and gentlemen." where you go and you write me letters to ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com, and then I do my best to answer those. Sometimes you have questions, responses, just comments in general. Please feel free to write me anytime and all the time at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com, which, by the way, is sponsored by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West let me tell you about the rest. Dear Lord, I found this out recently. The rest, they like to come into your house for a free estimate yet, of course, and then they secretly replace your natural gas with knockout gas. Why? So they can then ship you off to a work camp camp somewhere in Mogadishu or somewhere like that and the work camp is there for you to build sex toys for senior citizens. Now, I don't know if they're extra soft or what, but you're building sex toys for senior citizens all at the behest of those terrible shit-a-stand princes who probably side with Hamas. My friend Jesse at Jazz Floors, I don't even think he likes ham either, let alone Hamas. And he doesn't want to ship you over there. He wants to build you great floors. He wants to put the best floors in that he knows how. He doesn't want to build senior citizen sex toys. I can guarantee you that. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. Say, Jesse, I'm glad you don't want to buy build senior citizen sex toys. But I do want to. I, I, I need a new floor. So there you go. Thank you to JS Forest. Uh Time for the
5: first letter here. Oh, what a beautiful floor. Welcome to mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call.
1: Okay,
0: now what the fuck do you want?
1: Now, the the first one is a request, and they they have, I have two songs. And as I stated earlier in the in the show, we have a new song which we'll be playing second. This was the newest song that I wrote, leading into what I did yesterday. It's time to pay for what you did Said I was a photo booth at a Chuck E. Cheese Big ass mistake, not your biggest
3: one You underestimated me this whole time, look what I've done Ah
1: I've learned a lot from what you've done. You sent flowers to me when my dad, your friend, died. I say you're fuckers. But I have grown. Not
3: like the sound I still chew tobacco cuss And sometimes fuck cows Now I am still horny. You never will be. You're not as funny and smell worse than I do. Uh, fuck you. There
1: you go. Now, now that was an old one. That was an older one, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I give you the world premiere. Of the brand new Ask Garney song. My life is awesome. than before I no longer work with a drunk or a big fat whore
3: you say you want my help
5: because I
3: am the goat. well you don't lose no sleep on that because
1: here's what I wrote
3: The
7: bam Bam
1: just bam 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 thank you thank you to the uh, the, the recording academy I appreciate yet another Grammy I, I really like that one, and it's funny because that that one right there that would uh, encore. You want me to do it again? You want you, you want it one more time? Okay, we'll do it one more time because I, I really do like this one. And you know what? We're gonna say fuck my throat. We're 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 gonna try to do this one all the way. is awesome My life is awesome Better than before
3: I no longer work with a drunk Or a big fat whore You say you want my help Because I am the goat Well you don't lose no sleep
1: on that, because here's what I wrote
6: Just ask our Just ask our Just ask our
1: have totally ruined it with that. My throat feels the same after I gargled Blake's dick. Warm tea with honey will help. Well, now, now I can't do that song ever again. My wife used to say, "Fuck my throat," but we are much younger then. Uh, well done. Do you squeeze your balls to hit that note? No, that—that's just pure talent right there. Chasman says, "Fucking platinum." The song is platinum. Encore. Classic. No, I don't want to see your penis. Damn, you nailed those high notes. Is Michael Syracuse sing? Hi, I'm Michael Thera. Hi, Michael Thera. Do, 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 do. No, it's funny because I was driving around yesterday and uh, that song came up on the shuffle. And I've had that song in my, my list and it's a terrible song. James Blunt is awful. But I remember we did an old song to that My Life is Shitty. Your mom's a whore. I caught her with the kid next door. She smiled at me with a herpes. She came to me with a KY, but she had a herpes sore. But I won't lose no sleep on that because your mom is still a whore. And I'm driving around and I'm writing it, and and I'm writing a new version of it. And I had to grab my phone and so I could sing it into that, and then I had to transcribe it when I got home. But that is how it got done, and I love that new version of the song so, so much. Cause it, You know why? Because it shows my range, my octave range. Donald says, that was amazing. Thank you. All right, first one here. It's from Jimmy. It says, Dear Arnie, I wanted to come to you because you have helped people in the past, and I was hoping that you could use some of your magic. could rub off on me. You see, I'm in a real funk or depression right now. Because my life, my job, and pretty much everything is just blah. I'm not thinking of harming myself or anything like that, but I'm just so tired of the same old boring life every day. I know that you've had your battles with depression, and was wondering if you had any sort of advice to pass on. AIG forever, and will forever be a fan. That is Jimmy uh, Stackar. Stackar in the house. Good morning, Stackar. How are you, my friends? Says, I woke up and thought Adele was on the show. Really? Really? You thought that, that she was on the show? Really? Hello? Yes, we're trying to help somebody right now, ma'am. It's me. That you're interrupting. I was wondering. This guy is I depressed. You're not helping. Like no! Me. Jimmy. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. I know where you are. A lot of people know where you are. Um, right now, there's a lot of people in your situation due to what, the, what everything that's happening in the world today. You know, this has been a major thing. Depression has been something that has crept up and really taken over America since COVID. Because we were told we couldn't do anything. Now we're afraid to do stuff. People are still driving around in their cars with masks on. By the way, sang both those songs, sang all the songs that dip in, just to let you know. Just to let you know, all you singers out there, that's how you do it. Um, <clears throat> Cowboys Girl says, try to make time, uh, make you happy on your free time. Make time for yourself. This is the one piece of advice I always give out. And it's funny because... I had a friend call me the other night, and we were talking, and he sounded kind of down and depressed, and this is a guy who's never down or depressed, and I asked him, he told me, and I said, I said, well, you know, you've done so much for me, I can help you out here. I said, an hour a day, or even every other day, maybe you don't have an hour a day, maybe you have it every other day, maybe you have it every third day, and just real quick, real, real fast warning, this is not going to get you out of your funk. But what it is going to do is it's going to jumpstart your brain. I always tell people to do something that they enjoy. doesn't matter who they're with. If these people don't like what you're doing too bad, you're going to do that. Or go do it by yourself. I don't care if it's miniature golf, if it's driving go-karts, if it's doing crochet. Find an hour for yourself. We all can find an hour for ourselves at some point in the day and do something that makes you happy that reminds your brain you can be happy and then you'll start figuring things out these are baby steps that you take and the more those you take the more it turns into big people steps now you're not always going to be happy nobody's ever going to always be happy but these are these are ways that you can find some happiness uh, the world is fucked, and this time of year makes it really rough for those struggling. Exactly, and that's why you got to take time for yourself. Take a day off of something for you. You have to take care of yourself to keep going. Every day is a new day, buddy. Um, what happened to people not giving a fuck about what authority tells you to do when you know it's wrong and bullshit? We make time for what's important to you, and you should be on the top of that list. You have 24 hours in a day. You can give yourself an hour each day. I agree. Find it you don't want to be depressed, look, look, this goes back to this fucking meta conversation that we had and, and all this. This all goes back to personal responsibility. You can't count on people to, to get you out of your depression. And 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 I say this and I don't mean it so judgmentally and so badly, but you can't count on other people. You just can't. No matter who. People will let you down. They will. They, and it's no fault of theirs. They're not doing it to, to, to let you down on purpose. Some people are. But the only person that you can ever count on is yourself. <laughs> Take a 10-day paid vacation. I do not have an hour a day unless I can use it to nap. And that makes you happy, so that's what you do. But now you have 10 days to nap, so you'll be fine. Jimmy, I hope that helps. I hope you find something. I, and, and like I said, I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Don't let people fucking tell you, oh, that's stupid. Don't Fuck them. It's not important to them. You see, that's how they're letting you down, right? by saying, oh, that's stupid. Go do it. If it's working on cars, go do it. If it's getting your toenails done, I don't give a fuck, go do it. Do something that makes you happy. And that'll change your mindset to whatever you're going to next. And that can help, I promise you. Uh, Self-care is important. Do things for yourself that make you feel good. Indeed, sassy Pammy. All right, next mail here. Hold on a second here. We got to get back to the mails. Um,
5: All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck
1: do you one. All right, this one is from Dawn. It says, uh, "Doctor Saint St. states, since it's a World Series, Texas and Arizona, go Rangers." I thought maybe another four pound, part more, <clears throat> four part Mount Rushmore. Goat batters included with all categories. Okay, so the best players at all these positions, catchers. Pitchers, bases one through three, and shortstop. So infielders, outfielders. AIG is the goat, and I'm sure that you can make this happen better than anyone. Keep being amazing. Uh, that is from Battleborn in Nebraska. See, I wish I would have done this leading up to the series. Because, because you know what's so funny is that V Coop. V. Coop uh, texted me yesterday that he's reading the Britney Spears novel. God bless him. He says it's not all that great yet. I asked if there was a, a chapter about her vagina, and he said no, sadly. And it's too bad Gilbert Gottfried isn't alive to do the, the audiobook version to do that chapter on her vagina. <laughs> um, but he had one-hit wonders that sucked, like Kevin Federline's rap CD. I mean, I'd have to put Steven Seagal in there in his reggae song. Uh, let me, let me, let me come up with an idea for the World Series and possibly do one on Friday. I like that. I might keep this one in the uh, in the back pocket, and we might do this at the beginning of the season. I do like this though. I do like this, but let let, let me think of one. I'm putting it in my receipts drawer. Thank you, Battleborn. I appreciate that uh, very much. It's a good idea. Pitchers, catchers. Pitchers and catchers will be easy. Find 16 of each of those. I might do eight pitchers, eight catchers. We do pitchers and catchers together. All infielders. That's three. That's two. And then three would be uh, outfielders.
6: Hmm.
1: I'll figure it out. I promise. I'll figure. It might be a four-part series, but we'll see. Watch some pregnant midget clown porn. That they, hey, if that's your thing, do it. Um. All right. Uh. Let's see. Next mail here. What in the hell, Bubba? Mama's here. What do you want to come in here for? Is Mama not treating you right today? Come on. Let's go, dummy. Asshole. You're gonna one out here in a second, aren't you? He's been a dick lately. Not eating. Did you eat your breakfast yet? Uh Uh-huh. Put your
5: head down. That's what I thought.
1: Uh, All right, next one here.
5: Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's
0: time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This
5: is from Natalie.
1: It says, Arnie, congrats on the Rangers winning and now playing in the World Series. You've said a couple times on your show and I'm sure you're joking, that you couldn't guarantee your sobriety if the Rangers win. You're kidding, right? I mean, to think that you would give up 26 years for the baseball team to win seems sort of strange. I hope I'm just thinking too much about it right now, and go Rangers. Um, I'm probably not going to drink after the World Series. I will tell you that I will be crying like a newborn baby, and I don't give a fuck if you judge me for it or not. When I found that hat yesterday, and I realized which hat it was, because I've held on to that hat since 1989, that hat was purchased at Old Arlington Stadium, and I think that's one reason why I held on to it, because the stadium was torn down And it's no longer there, and it's hard to find pictures of the old Arlington Stadium. If anybody ever wants to get me something really cool, or at least point me in that right direction, if you can get me one of those aerial shots or a big shot of old Arlington Stadium, I'll go out and get the ballpark in Arlington and then get new Globe Life Field and put those together because I love the old ballpark mainly because of all the memories made by me and dad. And when I found that hat yesterday, I thought it was a clear sign. And I'm going to rock that hat throughout the entire series. This is a hat they wore in the 80s and uh, up until they changed their logo. This was the Nolan Ryan era hat. I'm going to rock that throughout this World Series, and they're going to win because this is the year. And then after they win, I will retire that hat on top of my dad's Cardinals retired hat. So uh, very, very cool stuff. And thank you to Braddy Kidd getting me a new jersey yesterday. Got my Blue Ranger jersey coming. She says, Taylor's new album. Yes, Taylor's new album comes out. Of course, Is that a real question? Of course he's not going to throw out his sobriety. It's a figure of speech. Well, I mean, uh, Harrison says, I might cry, shotgun a beer, and fire off a few rounds if when the Rangers win. Who's Taylor? (laughs) Oh, ogre! Those are fighting words. Um, Look, I'm excited for the. uh, I am so excited for the World Series to start. And yes, I know I was rooting for Arizona because mainly I don't like Bryce Harper. I really don't care for Bryce Harper at all. And the Philadelphia Phillies, I hate the city of Philadelphia. I didn't think they could. I don't think anybody can beat us. I believe this is a team of destiny. This is a team that's been on roller coaster ride after roller coaster ride. You can ask Brad a kid. Literally, Friday night after game five. I didn't I, I I didn't I I didn't know if I could even watch the Longhorn game the next day. I was so gutted from that loss. That loss was as hurtful as the catch. And the Rangers came back and went two on the road. This team is resilient. Don't worry about crying when the Giants won. In 2010, I cried a bit, not just because I'd been waiting my whole life, but because my dad died that year, and he's the one who got me into being a fan. Oh, believe me. Believe me. There's going to be lots of conversations with Dad during this series. Hey, Arnie, uh, would a near beer set you back? Just wondering if the taste. No. No. Near beer never did. I, I didn't. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hockey guy sent me a picture of the stadium. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that is gorgeous. Man, oh, man. It was an old double-A park. They can they, they transformed into uh, a major league park. Tommy and I were talking about it the other night. We were telling his son about it because his son's not old enough to uh, have ever been. And we were talking about how much we loved that park. That park stunk like fucking rotten beer. They had piss troughs. It was fantastic. Dad and I had seats under. Uh, we we were in the 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 last row of like section two oh nine. We we're in the second section. We weren't in the upper tiers. We we're in the lo- the lowered. We weren't like field level, but we were you know up in that. And we went to so many games together. Mm-mm. Watching sports with Arnie is exhausting. Oh, it's terrible. I am awful to watch sports with. Non-alcoholic beer is like eating your sister's pussy. It tastes the same, but you know it ain't right. <laughs> yeah, I never even tried it when I first gave it up. I, I was like, I, here's, here's the thing, uh, Gold. I really, stop hitting shit, dog. God damn it, Bubba. I never liked the taste of beer. I didn't like the taste of alcohol. I liked what it did. What it did was get me to forget everything and be a fucking even better than I was. At least that's the way I felt. I miss those two same things at Candlestick. Oh, yeah. Speaking of dad's dying happy birthday to my pops, I can't think of a better gift than the Astros cheating, not making it to the series. I'm sure he's smiling wherever he is. Oh, I know he's up there with my dad watching it. Pam says, oh, gosh, Arnie, are you going to ever let the catch go? No. You have a fucking statue built at your stadium that fucking brings it up. And every year I have to fucking live with it. Today is the anniversary of the catch. Fucking hate the catch. I'm toured between Janikowski and Carter. I like them both. Which, who do you want the Rangers to go with? Uh, in what In what capacity? Outfield? uh, Carter. Oh, Evan Carter all day long. I like Janikowski. Don't get me wrong. He's a good ball player, but he's not Evan Carter. Fucking Evan Carter's a stud. Talking about studs, Rangers got a guy in their their AAA system that went through rookie ball, then went to B, and then is in in AAA right now. They drafted from Florida this year. He's going to be with the big club next year. Oh, this team. This team is going to be so good next year, too. Uh, but, yeah, I would go with Carter. I like them both, but it, 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 Carter's the man. Look, I I I give all the credit to to, to Evan Carter for where the Rangers are today. And th- this is the reason being. When they called him up, when Aldoas uh, El Bombe Garcia got hurt, the Rangers had just fallen out of first place for the first time all summer. And, I, and they were in the middle of a fucking just terrible losing streak. And, I mean, I watched all uh, – I watched about 95% of the games this year. And I watched that entire losing streak, and I was getting pissed. And then they bring up a rookie. I'm like, you're bringing up a rookie? And that rookie, he didn't play like a rookie. I mean, he moved up to third in the ALCS. He's hitting third. The, kid's an, the kid is a stud right now. Now, will he be a stud forever? I don't know. But I it, he resurged that team and got them to where they are today, so that's why I'm taking him. Um, Matt, how do you get the Writer of the Day Award? I just heard that and burst into tears the entire warehouse turned around. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, this show is funny, I got to tell you. Uh I I never remind you of the catch. No, no, never. The catch? Oh yeah, that was when Montana connected with Dwight Clark and propelled them to their first Super Bowl. Funny thing, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I fucking hate that. I hate seeing highlights of it. I hate everything about it. There is nothing good about the catch. I believe that if the catch never happened, cancer would be cured. I truly believe that. The reason why cancer is still out there is because the catch happened.
5: Catch! Listen up, it's time for mail call! Don't move. Stay where you are. Yeah. It's time for mail call. Stick that in your
1: pipes and smoke it.
0: Okay, now what the fuck do you want?
1: Um, It's a catch. You can't let it go. Yeah, well, uh, hey, more power to cancer, I guess. Uh, this is from Clark. It says, Arnie. I know, like me, you're a fan of Jersey Shore. I've been watching all the new ones and was wondering about the latest, which I am up to date on. Do you really think they didn't know Ron was coming? Or that Sammy, who's still banging, that's what he said, and I agree, were really coming back? Because what if someone had a beef with them and has been filming the whole time? Sometimes that show is so fake, it has to be true. Um... If that Ranger rookie helps them win a title, who cares? Well, no, uh, well, I, oh, I don't care. After Bumgarner won in 2014, he sucked rhino nuts after that. Who cares? He won. Exactly. Oh, I've been up to date, too, and been re-watching. Um, Jersey Shore is probably one of my guiltiest pleasures that I have because it follows around a bunch of treacherous people who have made a name for themselves by getting fucking fall-down drunk in fights, terrible relationships, and we still fucking go and watch. Now, uh, one of the original characters, Ron, has been away from the show for a couple years, working on himself, getting sober, getting clean, getting all this. Uh, beat up his ex-wife, allegedly, got in all kinds of stuff, and then the, the cast kind of shunned him. Now, Sammy, who they didn't quote-unquote know was coming back, Hadn't been on the show in a long time. Well, I'm going to tell you why Sammy came back. Sammy came back because she opened a boutique, and she wants some free advertising, and she wants some of that Jersey Shore money. And that's Ron's ex-girlfriend. Now, she's back in the house, and people are getting along with her. Everything is hunky-dory. And then out of nowhere on a family vacation to Florida, Ron shows up. I mean... This is the Young and the Restless. Of course they knew Ron was coming back. I don't let it get in the way, though. I don't. I I Look, look, I don't. This is why I still enjoy professional wrestling. I know that Drew McIntyre gets along well with everybody in the back. I know Cody Rhodes gets along well with everybody in the back. He doesn't have beefs with the Judgment Day, but they fight like they're cats and dogs. I get it. It's a show. And that's what Jersey Shore is. Jersey Shore is just a treacherous show of treacherous human beings that have so many faults and so many issues. I mean, one guy went to prison for fuck's sake. Not many redeeming values. I mean, the one person you can look at on Jersey Shore is probably Dina as the most level-headed, down-to-earth person on that show. Snooky's a train wreck. JWoww gets more plastic surgery than anybody I've ever seen. DJ Pauly D is on the road, spending other people's songs and making millions upon millions of dollars. The situation's a dirtbag. Went to prison, still a dirtbag. His wife has terrible skin, yet released a skin care products. That one still boggles my mind. Vinny's a stripper. Angelina is just trash. Who am I leaving off? Sammy, she wanted to open a store. She went away for a while. Ron's a guy who's working on himself. He wants that money back. He wants the cha-ching. And, yes, you're out, you're right. They all sign contracts. They know exactly who's going to be on there. And if they had issues with people and they knew it was going to be a problem, then either they would be asked not to be on the show or that other person would be asked. Lisa says, can't wait for tomorrow's episode. Oh, I know, where Ron spills all the tea. I can't wait. But yes, Clark, I do love Jersey Shore. I don't know why. I remember for the longest time, I wouldn't watch it. When it first came out, when they were living in the Shore House, I did not watch it for the first six months. I thought, like everybody else thought, oh, this is terrible. These are fucking just awful guidos, living stereotypes, blah, blah, blah. And then I was on a flight. And TV, uh, we, I had free TV on this flight, and the only channel that was coming in was MTV. So I, it, and it was a marathon. It was like a, I had a four-hour flight, so I, had, I had four hours in a row of Jersey Shore, and became hooked. Wait, mommy and Dom Dom don't really get together. My whole life is a lie. Yeah, she's she's engaged to the that guy in Dark Order in AEW. The one that's not Brody King or 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 the uh, the Eli Black guy or, or whatever his name is, the guy who does the spinning heel kick. Yeah, uh, Italian Americans can't live with him. Can't bop it to bop to them. <laughs> Ron has full custody of his daughter and his baby mama is pregnant again. Good lord! Cowboy's Gross says I've never watched one. Well, there you go, gold star for you. I never seen the Notebook. Meh. Nah. I never seen Titanic. Meh. Nah. Jersey Shore, though, I will go out of my way to watch and record to watch because that is, that is look, I put Jersey Shore up there in the train wreck television I love so much. It's still a rung below TLC. TLC with the sisters that are too close, the mom and daughters that are too close. I mean, there was a mom who injected her daughter's hoo-ha by hand with semen to try to get her pregnant. And she wanted to use a dildo. She was gonna fuck her daughter's twat. Huh! It showed twin sisters in a bathtub together, and one was finger-banging the other one. And then, of course, there was the the son show where the moms and sons are too close, and these two went on a date to get a massage together. Huh! 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 But those shows are fucking awesome to watch. And by the way, by the way, if you want to come up and go, no, no, you're fake. Shut up. I don't care. It's on TV. Everything on TV is fake. Okay? Reality TV, not real. This 75-year-old guy who's banging these 75-year-old chicks on the Golden Bachelor, you don't think that they have fucking little canisters of Viagra laying around that set for him? Of course they do. Milf Manor, where the kids dated the moms? Yeah.
5: Yeah, shit like that. that. That shit's awesome. Awesome. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut! It's time for mail call! What the fuck
1: do you want? Uh, Ogre says, I watched a few hours of Jersey Shore in a hotel, and I have to say it's the most stupid in... Ins- Incest train wreck of a show. I simply couldn't turn it off because it was pure riveting witchcraft. It is. It just gets you and it just sucks you. And I think it was the episode where Snooky got punched in the face. When that dude punched Snooky in the face and they all came together as guidos and guidettes, oh, I was hooked. I wanted to start blowing my hair up like DJ Pauly D, but then I realized I had to grow hair. Uh, Next mail here is from Brian. Says, Arnie, I don't know if I'm pissed about this or if I just don't give a shit about it, but why do they keep showing Taylor Swift at football games? Just because she's shacking up with a player? Isn't there more important stuff in the world to get to? Like how big Paris Hilton's baby's head is. (laughs) Has anybody seen how big Paris Hilton has been all over the, the, the TMZs and Daily Mail's? People are talking about her baby and how big its fucking enormous head is. Kid looks like an alien. But you're asking me, look, I don't care about the Taylor Swift thing. If Taylor Swift and, and, and Travis Kelsey are dating and they're happy, Orberts says huge. That kid's head is enormous. He, you don't believe me? Y'all don't believe All right. All right, motherfuckers. Let's see. Uh, Google Paris Hilton baby. Woof, look at that thing. Good God almighty. Jesus, that thing is a fucking bowling ball. Boy, if that kid headbutts anybody, holy shit. He looks like
3: Stewie from
1: Family Guy. (laughs) Oh, Triple Mama Five.
4: Damn, damn, damn.
1: Um, The Taylor Kelsey thing is a manufactured diversion, like bread and circuses uh, and is meant to bring in Mongoloid listener viewers. For fuck's sake, I'm not a Taylor fan, but I don't uh, ask these kind of stupid questions because they're popular. Fucking duh. Look. It's Mega Minds. There's no fucking way Kelsey and Taylor are fucking no chance. Well, look. look. If they are, hey, more power to them. Two young people trying to go out there and get their rocks off. I don't care. You can hate Taylor Swift all you want. You, you can't. I, I'm not going to take that away from you. What you can't do is knock her hustle. You can't knock her creativity. You, you can't knock her showmanship. And if she's found a guy who might make her happy, then she deserves that. Uh, Brady says is a Taylor Swift expert on the show, the Swifty. I'm still not 100% they're dating She's very private about her dating life, and uh, to be this open is not like her. I'm thinking it's a PR thing. She has to turn that kid sideways to get him through doors. Popular slut bangs jock becomes high school everyone, yeah. Look, if they're fighting, so what that the NFL shows her? I I don't care. I don't care that they show, or they show celebrities in the stands all the time. They showed all the celebrities at the Super Bowl that were there when it was in L.A. They show celebrities when they're in the stands at basketball games. They show them. So so, so to get all worked up over Taylor Swift at a Chiefs game or a few Chiefs games, you know, just stop. If this is a PR thing, okay. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Look, look, Taylor, you aren't going to win it. This has got to be a PR thing for the NFL because they're trying to get more Swifties to watch because football player, football guys aren't going to listen to Taylor Swift. 100%, just because she has a new album. Okay, oh, Cale, that's so cute. She's fucking annoying and does nothing, uh, has nothing to do with football, one of my many reasons I don't watch anymore. Okay, hey, that... Fair. It's a PR fit in the NFL. She doesn't need PR. No, well, look, look. She does. Taylor Swift's popular. She's still not as popular as the NFL. She's not. She made a lot of money over the weekend, uh, two weekends ago, and she was number one movie again last week at the box office. She's making a lot of money. She doesn't make as much money as the NFL. NFL's got two games coming in Germany. The NFL is, look, look. they get 130 million people to watch the Super Bowl each and every year. And most of the league is out. Well, all of the league is out except for two teams. And usually we hate one of the teams that's in there, i.e. the Patriots. Look, if this is her part of, of trying to get NFL people to watch her, good for her to try. I can't knock her. She's a talented artist, talented writer. You might not like her singing. Whatever. I, I, but if this is real, as she would say, the haters are going to hate, 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 hate. People complaining about Taylor Swift and Swifties, y'all sure seem to be wanting to talk about her and bring more attention to her. There was a Saturday Night Live actually did a funny skit about that for uh, the Fox morning show, the Fox uh, pre-game show. They actually did something that was pretty funny. Uh, I have Kelsey on my fantasy team, and every time Taylor's at the game, he goes off, so keep it coming. I think the NFL likes it because they make more money with Swifties watching and possibly going to games. Sure, they make enough money, but what does everyone with money want more of? Money. Exactly. Needs to stay away from that whore and uh, – Oh, oh, Brittany Mahomes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Brady kid does not like Brittany Mahomes. And, and stay away from Jackson Mahomes, too. Those people will bring you down, girl. All right, so there you go. There, that, That's the anti-Swifty letter of the day. I just let it go. Um, Suck in your gut! It's time for mail call!
5: not, Bucket. It's time for mail call! What the fuck
1: do you want? Arnie! Did you see a video recently that Lance Armstrong just visited Coach Prime at Colorado, and he and Prime were cutting up and laughing? Isn't this the same scumbag that lied and said he wasn't on steroids and then found out he was on steroids for all of his Tour de France wins? To me, this is what you would call a bad optic for Coach Prime. But what do I know? I just listen to a fat guy tell the truth all day and keep it up. That is from Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony. Well, uh, then this video should bother you as well. Michael Vick went and visited Coach Prime just a day ago. And I saw this video too. (sighs) I like Deion Sanders. I always have liked Deion Sanders, and I probably will always like Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is a man of great faith. At least that's what his public persona is. Look, he could be totally different behind the scenes. I don't know. All I know is his public persona. He seems to be a very active man of God. He's a man that doesn't curse. He doesn't swear. That's pretty tough for a football coach. Especially when you have derelicts from fucking Colorado on your team. I don't know if he's trying to show his... Forgiving side off for letting people like Lance Armstrong, because I did see the video and I was perturbed by it. Um, and then I saw the Michael Vick one. And by the way, if you're wondering what I have a problem with Michael Vick is uh, he murdered dogs. That's that's what he did. Oh, I I know that he paid for his his restitution to society. He paid for it by going to prison. I have nothing to say about it. he still murdered dogs. the courts can forgive you you've done your time but you murdered dogs for sport for pleasure you have no place on the fa- on my face of the earth i hate michael vick at one time michael vick was a very talented football player and michael vick is the is the the barometer to look at when it comes to the Colin Kaepernick story. Colin Kaepernick comes out and says, racist, racist, racist NFL won't let me back in. Why? Because I took a knee. Now, I want you to think about that. He took a knee and wouldn't sing the national anthem. And the league is blackballing because he's black. Or could it be that he's not any good? Because, you see, Michael Vick murdered dogs. And was allowed to come back into the league and then signed an extension that was worth like $40 million. And, by the way, has a job with Fox Sports where he analyzes games before Terry Bradshaw's show. If you want to say that you're getting blackballed because you're black, no, it's because you're shit. They let a dog murderer back in the league. And now Dion's hosting him at the University of Colorado. Unless these men are doing gigantic fucking speaking engagements of how not to fuck up your life by cheating and using steroids or by murdering dogs. And Dion wants to give him the floor, I'm not going to say anything to Dion because I think he's got his player's best interest at hand. But as far as I'm concerned, those people would be personas known grata. Who's Coach Prime meeting next, OJ? <laughs> Dion said something about training his dogs, and Vic showed up. Yeah, I've seen that, where Lance takes his ball and goes home. He needs to fix his trailer park teeth gap. No, because your toxic person team sucks. Uh, I'm not saying you're wrong, Arnie, but couldn't it be both? Look, it could be it could be a shot at redemption. Here's the thing: I've I kind of look at both Lance Armstrong and Michael Vick in the same way here, because they've never truly fallen on the sword. Now, you might say, well, what do you mean Michael Vick went to prison? Yeah, he went to prison, but that's because he committed a crime. I still have yet to see a, an interview with Michael Vick where he's disheveled, where he's talking about this. And if it's out there, please send it to me because I'll watch it. About how horrible he, he is as a human being for murdering dogs. I would much rather he murdered people. People that murder dogs, there's a special hell for them. If anyone ever did anything to Bubba, as much shit as I give Bubba, I would literally turn someone inside out for hurting Bubba. And I'm not kidding. I would try to bring their insides to the outside. Because you don't fuck with dogs. You just don't. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Now, as far as Lance Armstrong goes, he made a lot of money for cancer, but he cheated. He lied. He got people fired from news organizations and newspapers because he sued them for saying he was on steroids, and somehow he won, and then when it was released that he was on steroids, he never made good to those people. They vote OJ out of this. He's a good guy. I know you know him, Harrison. What about his teammates? They all knew what he was doing. Which one? Lance Armstrong? Shit, his teammates weren't going to say anything because they were getting taken to the fucking. the cyclists are making a ton of money. They ain't going to say anything on their golden goose. And as far as the Eagles go, when they re-sign Michael Vick, I tell you this right now, if I would have been his blindside tackle, there had have been a couple times I would have I pulled the old Olay. And I'd probably get released from the team. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't want to play with a dog murderer. I'd probably be asked to be traded. I can't play with a dog murderer. Sickening. It's gross. Hey, I'm I, look, do I, I sound horrible about it. Uh, too bad I, I I just I I don't have time for that. That's the one thing I just know.
5: Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck
1: do you want, Arnie? I was just wondering something. What would happen if you were to have caught a porch pirate stealing your goods? Do you beat the ever-loving shit out of him or wait for police to get there? (laughs) If I saw a porch pirate looking around on my porch trying to steal something, I ain't waiting for no police. Oh, no. That porch pirate's getting invited inside. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. We're not waiting for the police. No, 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 no. (laughs) Stan, that's a silly question. Oh, if I'm given a green light, oh, if I notice it, oh, I'm going to try to go out the back door and come around and catch them in it. Oh, push them through the front door. That porch pirate's getting the atomic elbow and a pair of pliers to the nuts. If I caught a porch pirate, they're either getting beat to a pulp or shot. Yeah, I'm probably not waiting on the police. But Stan, thank you for asking that question. It is holiday time, so uh, with your orders, be careful. Because the Porch Pirates are going to be out in effect this year like like never before. All right, last one here.
5: Welcome to mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call.
0: Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right. This
1: is from uh, Gary. It says, Arnie. I know that you'll probably be watching Crown Jewel at some point uh, over your World Series. Well, it's a week from Saturday, so yeah, I don't think it'll affect the World Series. <laughs> Safety guy says that dude is ending up on a milk carton. There's not really a waiting period for police in Rockwell. It's about 30 seconds response time. Pretty much true. Um, uh, you'll be watching Crown Jewel at some point over your World Series Longhorns and Cowboys season going on. That is true. Just wondering your thoughts on, A, why do they have to go to India so often? And Crown Jewel is a WWE pay-per-view that's happening a week from Saturday. Uh, Why do they go? Because India fucking pays them. India pays them a lot of money. I mean, a shit ton of money. And it sucks whenever they go over there or they go over to Saudi Arabia and the gals got to cover themselves up. It's worthless to have women on those pay-per-views. Because, look here, the only reason why men even fucking sit through half of a woman's match is because of the chance a boob pops out. That's it. And if they're two fat, ugly broads and nobody's watching, we're all going to piss her. <laughs> Ogre says, let's see, a market of a billion people. Hmm. Yeah, uh, look, it's money. Uh B. Do you care about the bloodline anymore? What about Cody and his story? It seems like WWE is holding pattern right now with everything, and everyone is feuding with everybody. What do you think will be happening? Shit, I don't know. I don't like the current storyline in, in WWE. I'm, I'm done with the bloodline. I think they, they hit their crescendo with Sami Zayn, and they should have let Sami beat Roman Reigns in Montreal, and then started over. What I'd like to see is everything that's happening right now continue to go on until March, until WrestleMania. I'd love to see Night One: The Rock take on Roman Reigns, and The Rock beats him. Somehow, Cody has a chance to win the world title. Either he, Damon Priest, puts the money, uh, the, the, the briefcase up in a match, and Cody wins. Now Cody has the briefcase. Instead of winning the Royal Rumble, what I I think would be great for the WWE, oh, I think this would be awesome. This would set the WWE on fire. I've already said it. Make it happen at WrestleMania. The Rock wins the world title. And we know The Rock ain't going to be there to defend the title. The Rock's getting up there in age. The Rock needs to put somebody over, so why doesn't he put over Cody Rhodes? Cody Rhodes runs in the ring with the money in the bank thing that he won from Damon Priest. And while he's cashing it in, he uses it to hit the rock in the head. Cody becomes the world title holder. He, he gets to finish the story, and now he's a bad guy because he knocked out the rock. I just have two words for that Cha Ching. Uh, AEW's tonight. MJF is the first match against some idiot, and his diamond ring is on the line. I hope this isn't the further homoization of MJF. Uh, I hope Texas beats the crap out of BYU this weekend. Oh, it'll happen. Oh, it'll happen. Crown Jewel's not in India? I thought it was in India. Is it in Saudi Arabia? It's on at like 9 a.m. Yeah, it'll be on early. All right, 775-357-FANS number, Radio one at gmail.com. Did you see Pillman Jr. or Alex King's finisher? It was garbage. I did not. Look, look, Brian Pillman Jr. sucks. He sucked at AEW, and that's why they let him go. I mean, you get let go from AEW, that pretty much tells you that, yeah, let's not go to the big boys. I think Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson's son, just got released too. That's a shame they never gave that kid a push.
0: 775 5, 5, fans or 775 376 eazy uh,
1: Welcome back to the big show here on a beautiful, a lovely, a wonderful... Um, um If you're just now joining the show, you're two hours and 36 minutes and 20-something seconds behind. Don't let that get you down. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. You're here for the rest of the show. That's great. What you can do just go to arnyradio.com. Hit join. Bam, you can join and you can download today's show. Today's show will be up at a probably about twelve fifteen or fifteen minutes after the show's over. Whatever time that is for y'all. Ten fifteen, one fifteen, twelve fifteen. I don't know. So fifteen after it and it should be ready to go. It's only four ninety nine a month. And by the way, you're like four ninety nine, wait a second. Arnie, I've been paying two ninety. I, I told you I had to raise the prices, but everything went through. All the PayPal stuff changed. You ain't got to worry about anything. Safety guy says Depeche Mode. Christopher says love this song. Got to play some Depeche Mode and then followed yeah. it up with Duran Duran. You can't go wrong with Duran Duran's "The Reflex." Um, I haven't mentioned it this week. Uh, we're about. One, two, three, four. We're about five or six shows away from a really special thing happening. Just, I, 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 That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is something big is going to happen. That's all I got to say. Something big is happening. Keep tuned in. Uh, all right, moving on with the show last half hour here. Um, <coughs> this is a story about Stephanie cadu obviously from montreal because she is canada's chief accessibility officer she's the lady in charge of canada she's a top government official in charge of helping people with physical disabilities okay this is only can happen in canada Um, she was recently on a flight leaving from Toronto to go to Vancouver. Well, after landing in Vancouver, she realized that Air Canada, the main carrier in all of Canada, forgot her wheelchair. <laughs> That job is lame," <laughs> she says. "Hey, uh, this was immensely frustrating and de- dehumanizing, and I was furious. Hey, eh? I had a hard time reading it because it was in French. Kato also posted an item on her social media account on Twitter. Air Canada retrieved the wheelchair and returned it to her on Saturday." You know, I would think that if you're Air Canada, right? You're Air Canada. And you know, you know who's flying on your flights. And you have a government official that's flying on your flight. And that government official is in charge of all the crippled people in Canada. Okay, And she happens to be one of them. The one item, the one. You can forget everybody else's bags. You can forget skis, hockey sticks, hockey equipment, moose heads. The one the one piece of luggage that you have to put on board, and I would say probably first, is this broad's wheelchair. Come on, man. you got to do a better job than that. This would be like Southwest Airlines forgiving, forgetting Governor Wheel's wheelchair as if he were to fly Southwest. She could have flown with Chair Canada. Um, the, the airline has written back. It says the airline is, hey, we're deeply sorry, eh? Uh, we're investigating what hoser uh, is a part of our commitment to do better, eh? I want everyone to understand that when a person's wheelchair is lost... So is their independence, yeah, eh? Safety, mobility, and dignity. You hosers. <laughs> you see, you can't you, you can't write this shit. That's just too funny. The one thing, the one thing that the one person will fuck you over on, you forgot. It's like Air Force One for getting Joe's Insure drinks. Speaking of airplanes, did you see that duty on the off-duty pilot? Yeah, I did that story. Uh, guy was having, It turned out he was having a bad mushroom trip. He was flying deadhead. He was an off-duty pilot. And he was flying in the jump seat, so he was in the pit of cocks. I think cockpit is a better word. A pit of cocks, that just sounds too bad. Either you're going to get pecked to death or you're going to get fucking creamed to death. One of the two. But he's flying in the cockpit on the jump seat and he's having a bad trip, so he just decides to turn off all the engines. Yeah, he's going to be going to prison for quite some time. You wonder if the gate agents told her, I'm not your buddy, pal. And she says, I'm not your pal, buddy. And then somebody says, Hey, sport, I'm not your pal. I'm not your sport, pal. And it just kept going and going and going. And all Canadians were talking with their heads moving in two pieces. I love South Park for that. I truly do. I appreciate South Park and their anti-Canadian rhetoric so very much. By the way... You remember a few months ago, South Park came out and they ripped the, uh, the Markles? Remember how they shit all over the Markles? Well, I guess, I don't know, it might be this Sunday, but the family guy is taking their shots at them this week. So if you're looking for good TV to watch, I would say probably try the family guy because, well, they're going to be fucking with the Markles. I just want to know, like, the supervisor that's working at the, at the Montreal airport. Oh, Cordon Bleu, you forgot what? Ha ha, oui, oui, ha ha. We are in Montreal, that is in Quebec, where we speak French. We do not smoke the cigarettes like they do in France, but we stink. And Pepe Le Pew, a rapist, is still our hero. New South Park special at the end of the month, too. Okay, good to know. Good to know. But can you imagine that being you and your supervisor calling you? Hey, uh you remember uh you remember that flight that that was going out uh about two o'clock this afternoon? You remember that flight? You remember a wheelchair on that flight? Oh, the wheelchair that you're looking at right now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That happened to be the government lady who's in charge of cripple peoples. Yeah, you're go- we can go ahead and just fire you right now on the spot. My wife started watching this show called Suits on Netflix, and she goes, oh, wait, that's what's her name? That was Meghan Markle. She's in it. Yeah. Suits was a – I'll say it right now. Suits was a very underappreciated show. It was on the USA Network, and it was a good show. But it was a good show because the lead two guys. Meghan Markle had nothing to do with good on that show. Meghan Markle was was a second- or third-tier character at best. You had Harvey. You had the, the, the kid who knew everything. Hell, even the fucking ball-headed fat lawyer guy was better character than Meghan Markle on that show. I watched Suits. It was a good show. Minus Meghan Markle. But they like to say, oh, she was the star of that show. She wasn't the star. She wasn't the star of that show. There we go. Harvey, the smart kid. Probably the black chick that, that ran the practice. Then the fat guy, who was bald, who was fantastic. Then maybe Harvey's fucking hot fucking receptionist, or his secretary. And then Meghan Markle. Yeah, she was not the star of the show. The star of the show. Now, this is getting... Look, I'm going to do this story just because... That would be 2.0 on the job. You big dummy, you had one job. Oh, he would. He would so do. And then and then he wouldn't realize that he did it. Or he'd lie about it. No, I didn't forget it. Well, actually, you said you forgot. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did say that. There's a debate going on, and the guy who runs Levi Strauss came out and said his piece. Tommy Hilfiger has come out and said his piece about this. How often are you supposed to watch, wash, wash... Your Jeans. The guy from Levi's says you should probably just wash them like once a year. Now they've broken it down. They've gotten some some experts in there with general guidelines. A cleaning expert named Maria Mooney. Now, how do you become a cleaning expert? Do like people have to go to your house and check with white gloves like cleaning expert. That, that's quite the title, isn't it? Cleaning expert. I'm an expert cleaner. Then why is your house featured on hoarders? Well, because I know about cleaning, I just don't do it. Maria Mooney, cleaning expert and director of marketing operations for trulyfreehome.com, an all-natural cleaning and laundry subscription service, says the recommendation wash time is anywhere from 3 to 10 washings.
0: Holy shit!
1: (laughs) Some brands, however, will suggest that you never wash your jeans in order to preserve the material and appearance. I read you put them in the freezer to get rid of the smell. You ain't putting those nasty shit in my freezer. No. You need Consuela the maid as an expert. My jeans get fucking dirty, greasy, and stretched out, and I use them for fucking work. I wash them after one use. Quality assurance is usually the experts. Uh, Does she say no? No Superman here. (laughs) Look, I don't care. Do you know why people wash their jeans? Because they want their jeans to fade. That's why they wash their jeans. As, as the resident knowing everything fat guy on the show. You will never, unless I have to buy a pair of fucking new Wranglers. And I don't need any fucking jeans. I got enough damn jeans now to last me a lifetime. But the only new dark jean, and it's only available because I'm fat. They don't offer the cool faded shit when, 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 when you're not fat. All you skinny people get all the cool jeans? We have to actually wear our jeans to the point where it fucking fades. I wash my jeans after one, maybe two wash wearings. Why? Because they're clothes and they get dirty. That's why. And look, if you don't want to wash your jeans, don't wash your jeans. You're going to be the smelly person. Because, man, all that denim, denim does not repel smell. Y'all want your nasty old smelly jeans out in public, you go right ahead. I'm going to wash mine. Oh, you wash your jeans too much. How often do you wash your ass? Do you not wash your ass enough? Do you not wash your ass every day? I mean, there's a couple days a week I take off. I'll I'll tell you. Only cleaning expert I know is Consuelon, family guy. Depends on if I'm sweating in them all day. More lemon pledge. Hey. Come on. Come on. Let me lead you down Arnie's single guy lifestyle. Let's say you got to wear a pair of jeans and they kind of smell funky. No problem. You ain't got to wash them. What you do is you take a couple of sheets of, of, of Bounce or whatever your favorite fabric softener is, throw them in the dryer, and you just let those tumble in there for about 15, 20 minutes. Now, it ain't going to get all the smell out, but at least it'll smell like a little bit of Bounce. Safety guy says denim two, three days max, depending on use. Well, he's safety guy, so I'm gonna go ahead and listen to him. Scott says the CEO of Tough Skins came out and said, wash them all day long. These won't fade. Oh, absolutely. That that that, that is dye they got from a fucking octopus that they put in Toughskins, because that shit ain't running. You can you can you can go to the Clorox factory and drop in Tough Tough skins will change the color of bleach, but bleach will not change the color of tough skins. I replace my jeans every six months or so. They were all well used. If you're in the trades and not replacing regularly, you're not working hard enough. That a boy. I like that. I like that. That's awesome. Look, wash your jeans when you want to wash your jeans. I don't know why you need fucking Joe Levi from Levi Strauss Company or Eric Strauss to come out and talk about it. I don't know why you need Maria Mooning, a cleaning expert, according to her. Y'all can't make decisions on your own. I ain't talking to you, ass family. So tough skins are what Arn Anderson wears? Shit. They're called tough skins because Arn Anderson was taken. Uh, Off to make deliveries. Tracking orders coming soon. Chaz, man, have a great day, y'all. YouTube MAGA. Rhino, good morning. I already said good morning to you. If you want it to last long or hang dry, can't afford to place my jeans $150, $175 a piece. Well, there she is, Miss One Percenter. I
6: think
1: I have one pair of jeans that cost like $100. And those have paint splotches all over them. And they're really cool looking. Got him at, the, at the greatest big and tall store ever. DXL in Las Vegas. Whew. Man, you know what? Y'all, y'all can have your spending sprees at other places. Y'all can go. Y'all can get a fucking uh, a penthouse suite in Vegas. If you want to treat me like a king, you give me an unlimited fucking American Express black card and let me go to the DXL in Las Vegas, I'm going to do some damage because they got some cool shit. Your shorts are 100. Yeah, well, my shorts are different. My shorts are important. I wear shorts a lot more than I wear, wear jeans. So there you go. And yes, those were sweatshirt shorts that I got. But you were the one who picked them out. You said, get these. I didn't pick those out, Miss Moneybags. For work, I've gone to Walmart House Brand. I think George. Yeah, there you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that. If you can pull it off, look, You don't need to wear the name brand shit. If you can pull off the look, pull off the look. I don't give a shit what you spend on it. I don't care. Look good. Feel good. Feel good. You play good. Play good. You get paid good. That's how easy it is. (laughs) I'm really starting to actually hate LeBron James more. If I couldn't already. LeBron James not only lost their first game of the season last night, they got beat by like 15 points, too, uh, as he ruins the Lakers franchise one season at a time, which I'm sure, Ogre, you're very happy with. But now LeBron James is in talks with Peyton Manning and Barack Obama's production companies to plan a Netflix series that's just like the NFL's quarterback series but he wants it about the NBA. Um, um, Do you have any original ideas, LeBron? Have you ever had an original idea? I'm just wondering. I mean, you started out wearing number 23. We all know who the only number 23 in basketball is. And then you left and you took your talents to Miami where you couldn't win the title on your own. You had to get two big guns to go with you and you still didn't win your first year. Then you go back to Cleveland. You win a title there. Whoop-dee-doo. And then you go to L.A. Surprised you didn't go to Chicago. I'm honestly, I, I'm shocked that, that, that he has not gone to Chicago because if you look at LeBron James, you can say he is the face of the Cleveland Cavaliers. When you look at sports franchises, I used to have this fun, fun thing that I would play on my sports show every once in a while. Who would get the table? You no, know, I mentioned the Heat where he went down there, he took his talents to South Beach and he couldn't win his first year and he won his second year and they won, what, one more there? The game was, you go to a fancy-dancing restaurant that just opened. Let's use the city of Boston, for example. Who would get the table in Boston? Just regular restaurant, no no theme to it, just, you know, American-style restaurant, Top Chef, you know, whatever. Larry Bird, Tom Brady, or Big Poppy. Who gets the table? Hmm. I mean, when it comes to Chicago, there is no choice. You you can you can put up Mike Ditka. You know what? Let's not put let's let's take Ditka down. We'll put up the, the ghost of Walter Payton, Michael Jordan, and what Tony Esposito? He played for the Blackhawks. Or whoever you want from the Blackhawks. Who gets to table? Michael Jordan gets to table every time. Every single time. Uh, Brad Kid says I'm giving it to Bird. Bird, Bird, Sammy Sosa. Well, easy, easy on the coach. Oh, I look, I love Ditka. I I, I I have no problems with Ditka. Sammy Sosa ain't getting no fucking table. You can try to put him in there, but he didn't win a World Series. Put Chris Bryant in there, third baseman. You might have somebody talk, but nobody's getting that table over Jordan. It's like a table in L.A. And I use this table talk to show who the face of the franchise is. The Boston Celtics have many faces of the franchise, but when you think Boston Celtics, you think Larry Bird. When you think of the L.A. Lakers, you don't think – some of you might think Kobe. Most people think Magic. When you think of the Bulls, Obviously, it's Michael Jordan. When you think of the Miami Heat, you don't really think of anybody. When you think of the Cleveland Cavaliers, well, there, there's there's LeBron's team. That's the only face he can be is there. It's a fun game to play. I'm trying to think of what, what one of my harder ones. Uh, I mean, that Boston one is pretty tough. Got to go, damn it! Chicago talk, and I'm talk, and I'm out. That sucks. Don't worry, we're we're ending the Chicago talk. Uh, Let's see. We'll go Dallas, the city of Dallas. Who gets the table? Troy Aikman, Dirk Nowinski. Or Nolan Ryan. That one's tough. That, that Dirk is out. <laughs> Dirk is gone. Um, Debbie gets the table. San Francisco, Montana is going to get the table. Cleveland, I think Lofton and Drew Carey still get the tables before LeBron. Nolan, yeah, I, I think Nolan's going to get the table over him. I, but Troy's a close second. Let's hope they're eating together. San Diego, the, the, the table's going to Tony Gwynn. Did Nolan win with the Rangers? Never won anything, no. No, we, we were a middle-tier team with him. That was the problem with Nolan. Nolan only played for one World Series team in 1969. His rookie season, he was a reliever. Gold says Dak because he's black. Stop that. Not even no, he never won I I don't think no one ever won a Cy Young award. No, he didn't. Five thousand seven hundred and fourteen strikeouts, most no hitters, most one hitters, most two hitters never won a Cy Young. Why? Because the teams behind him never could back him up. He could never win. And and look, like it or not, that's what's gonna win you the Cy Young. But I will still go down and say that Nolan Ryan is the greatest pitcher to ever play Major League Baseball. The end. We could debate this. We can talk about it until you're blue in the face, and I'll just hit you with those stats each and every time. But, yeah, LeBron LeBron wants his own show now that's just like this other show. Way to be original, man. Way to be original. Imagine Nolan on this Ranger team. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, he's not going to do that well. He's probably only going to strike out about maybe four batters a game. ERA is probably going to be 5 or 6 or 7. Well, why? Because he's fucking 70 years old. That's why. Good Lord. Oh, he'd still win. No one in his prime on this team. <whistles> they asked that question on a uh, on on the Fox uh, baseball thing. Or or I saw it. No, I didn't. It wasn't on the Fox. I saw a video about it. They said, "Who would what? What Ranger legend would you replace on this? T- with would you put on this team, if you could, in their prime? <sighs> no one was a great choice on this team. No one would be fucking. No one with fucking. Uh, Nate Valday was. was uh, I I I think Max is going to come back to form in the World Series." Look, he gave us three gradings with Montgomery, who we need to back up the money truck for. Would I take no one on that team? No, you know what? I I'm gonna take somebody else. I'd love to see no one win a World Series. That'd be the greatest. Um there's one guy who I'd like to see who, who would actually contribute and with this lineup as it is. I would move Chris or Josh Young from third base to first base. Nate, you're not doing it this postseason, pal. And I would have Adrian Beltre come back. Adrian Beltre and his prime on this team, oh, my God, we'd score 1,000 runs a game. New York, Derek Jeter, Patrick Ewing, Joe Namath. Derek Jeter every day. Every single day. That's a good one there. That's a real good one there. Namath won. Patrick Ewing didn't. Bring back Joe Murphy's roomy Wild Thing Williams. Fuck no. We already have him. His name is fucking Chapman. Babe Ruth? Hmm. No, because he's fat. They probably wouldn't want him in there. They want Jeets in there. Oh, I'm telling you right now, Jeter's getting the table. Jeter's getting the table all day long. Jeter could walk in with Arod. You could you could march this in. If it was Yankee players that just walked in, and it was it was Jeter, Mariano Rivera, and Arod, Jeter still gets the table first. Mariano gets it second. I get the third table because everybody hates A-Rod. LT. Now, LT would be interesting. If you put LT, Jeter, and Patrick Ewing in there, ooh. LT would be badass. I'll take Reggie over Jeter. fucking hate Reggie Jackson so much. My two favorite Reggie Jackson stories. I'll share these with you, and then I'll do the last story. Um, I was out at the original ballpark, which hockey player sent me a picture of. We are sitting in the outfield, and it was the California Angels. Back in the day of the California Angels. And Reggie, this is when Reggie saved the queen. This is a, uh, this is a few years before Reggie saved the queen. <laughs> Naked gun. Um... Reggie tried to kill the Queen, I'm sorry, and Enrico Palazzo saved the Queen. Reggie Jackson had a candy bar come out. A hand-to-God story. Hand-to-God story. My dad and I were sitting out in the outfield because my dad always wanted me to take, take me to these games to see great players play. We went to a bunch of Mavericks games growing up, and you know I'm not a Mavericks fan, Um. I, went to go, I got to see Dr. J, I got to see Magic, I got to see Kareem. I, my dad took me to these games to see all these great players play. He loved going to Kansas City Royals games because he liked George Brett, and George Brett was one of the greatest to ever play. Loved going to Mariners games because I got to see King Griffey Jr. play. King Griffey Jr. is still the best player I ever saw. So my dad's taken me as a little kid to see Reggie Jackson play because at the time Reggie was the man. Reggie was playing the outfield, and a ball was hit to him. He didn't give himself up for it. If he would have dove, he could have made the play and made the out and probably saved a run. Well, as Reggie's running back to his place out in right field, some drunk guy behind me stands up and goes, Reggie, you're like
3: your candy
1: bar. No
3: fucking nuts.
1: Even as a kid, I laughed at that because my dad was laughing. I laughed at that. Uh, Did you see Roy Tarpley? Probably high as a kite. I did see Roy Tarpley, and my dad actually went to a few meetings with Roy Tarpley. True story. Roy Tarpley, one of the greatest six men to ever play in the NBA. He just could not beat the bottle. The other Reggie story was uh, I had a friend who had – one row behind King's Row tickets for the Sacramento Kings, and he would take me to games every once in a while. And we went to a game. And everybody knows that Reggie Jackson struck out more than he did anything else. And it was funny because my dad was at this game with me. And, uh, and my dad's like, holy shit, there's Reggie Jackson. I was like, yeah. He goes, you remember that time? And we laughed about it, right? So Reggie's sitting on King Row. King's Row, and Reggie has a box of, this is right when Arco started first carrying Krispy Kreme donuts, and for some stupid reason, Reggie walked down to the other end of King's Row, where there were these two really hot chicks that were dressed provocatively, obviously they were groupies, they were looking to steal the semen from one of the millionaire basketball players so they could, you know, tap into his wealth, well, Reggie walks down there in the street clothes. Now, these gals have no fucking idea who Reggie Jackson is. Reggie walks down there and hands them the box of donuts like, hey, would you like some donuts? And they poo-pooed him. They, they, they pretty much shunned him away. And it, I, I don't know what took my body over, but it took me over, and I, I, I love it. I, I, I stood up. I go, looks like you struck out again, Reggie. He gave me a very dirty look, and my dad's like, oh,
5: shit, Jesus Christ, I can't believe you said that. That was fucking fantastic.
1: There you go. Those are my Reggie stories. All right, final story here. This could be, possibly. I I mean, mean, we're talking.
4: Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today.
1: Now, we all know that Joe Biden is the stupidest person on the face of the earth.
5: Right. I mean, for saying stuff like, you know, keep alive, the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. Let me start off with two words made in America. Or we have a thousand billionaires in America. Know the average tax rate they pay? Eight EIGH percent, eight percent.
1: Whoopsie. It was the same bodily possession that said, hey, look, everyone. no, 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 now, now, no, hold on a sec. The Steve Harvey story. I take what I do for a living very serious. And when people come up to me and they admire my work and they're fans of my work and they want an autograph or a picture, I am more than happy to oblige. I will never, ever, and, and, and if people are around me that, that want to scoff at them, I will fucking bite their heads off. I will look at them and go, these people pay my paycheck. And no matter what, if I go out in public, I realize I could have a job at Foot Locker. Nobody would know who I was. But I don't live that life, and I don't want to live that life. So if people come up to me. I'm always happy to take pictures with them, sign, whatever. I was at the Dallas Airport was leaving after the Longhorns had just gotten beat by Oklahoma, so I was not in a good mood. And as we walk in through the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, I see Steve Harvey standing over in the corner. Oh, it's Steve Harvey. I mean, he's in one of his Steve Harvey suits. He's got his mustache. It's Steve Harvey. And I see a couple of young people go up to him to ask him for an autograph and he pretty much now now look everybody has bad days and all this kind of stuff he didn't want to be bothered he was standing in the corner but he got seen and people went in, and he pretty much told them get to stepping get to stepping cuz he didn't want to be recognized so that's what what drove me was like how dare you you are you are somebody that people really admire and you're going to tell them to fuck off well i'm going to blow your cover and that's when I turned, and I was right right at the fucking the, the metal detector. And I go, hey, everybody, look. It's Steve Harvey. And he looked at me like he wanted to shoot me in the face. And I was just laughing the whole way through screening. That's why I did that one. Now, this person is obviously the stupid person in the world posted this online, says the uh, poster started the story saying that their colleague, Kate, was sharing her breastfeeding experiences with the team in the break room. Now, the person that wrote this found themselves intrigued by the topic and then asked a certain question. Now, this person got taken to... Um, human resources and, uh, is in the process of probably being let go because, uh, when they're talking about this, the person that wrote says, Hey, so what would happen if I were to drink your breast milk? Well, first of all... (coughs) You don't ask that question, and then and then the the writer has to clarify and says, "No, I mean, is, is it okay because your baby's related to you, but I'd get sick because I don't have your same bacteria." No to all young people listening, Victor. I don't know if you're still sick and you're at home and you're listening right now. Never at work ever asks to drink someone's breast milk. That is just, that, that right there, it's off-putting. It's weird, okay? It's weird. That's not a question. Look, look. If you don't know, then don't care about it. Why do you care about breast milk? Why do you want to drink breast milk? Would it be okay if I drank your breast milk? No, it wouldn't be okay, you fucking weirdo. I wonder why I got reported to HR. Because you're creepy. That would be like you worried about people's health going up to women at your office and smelling their chairs after they got up. Any comment coming to you after asking that you deserve? Amen. Bodybuilders do it all the time and they pay good money for breast milk. Yeah. They also pay good money for pituitary glands of dead fetuses, but that's a whole different story. You don't ask that question. Hey, what are you going to do with those panties when you're done with them? (laughs) Hey, when you're done wiping, can I have that toilet paper? See? See? Next time, just drink it, LOL. Wait, Arnie, sniffing chairs is frowned upon. It is unless there's nobody in the office. My dad taught me a wonderful phrase a long time ago. A snarky is somebody who smells girls' bicycle seats. I never knew what that meant before as a little kid until I got older. They also pay a lot for SARMs. What, wor- what world happened if I ate your feces? What would happen if I ate your feces? Yeah, see, these are just weird questions. Don't be the weird guy at work. Look, Look, if I can pass on one thing to you today whether it be a guy or a gal out there that's listening right now. Don't be the weirdo at work. There you go. Sell the soil panties online for the deviants because they munch on them, obviously. Uh, that's going to do it for us today, Asked Family. Thank you for being here. Uh, we will return tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow will be the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. And will we discuss the World Series? Oh, hell yeah, we'll discuss the World Series along with college football and the NFL as well. So please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as Family, have a wonderful, have a great, have a stupendous, Bump day. and I will talk to you manana. Adios, everybody. Uh-
2: Who don't love her she knows she's where you could have been she knows I turn to her because you turn me down and she knows when. I turns to me, but you won't let her in. She knows the door is locked, but she keeps trying. She She knows knows when you're on The door to hell There's three gods in Texas, the almighty yourself,
0: Arnie, and George Strait. You just met one of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop
5: tough, it, stop, 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 stop,
7: stop, talking! talking. Um, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye
3: now. I am going to go get laid.
7: Goodbye. See you tomorrow.
6: Hey,
5: hey.